Okay. It's number 70. Big 70. That's the uh, gold anniversary, right? Man, no, no, I'm going to be platinum. Really? What's, what's gold? Gold's like way lower, like 50, I gold think. Gold 50. Uh, yeah. Man, we're so yeah. old. We're going to die. Gifts. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't know that many make it to 70. Let's see here. Oh, no, no. Ooh, that's not the right kind of anniversary gifts. That's lingerie. Okay. <laughs> you definitely don't want to be getting your girlfriend platinum lingerie. Hello and welcome to the Fangamer Podcast. This is episode number 70. My name is Garrett Rosa. This week, our part two of Game Club, Super Metroid, the ending of the game, well, wreck ship to the end of the game. With me, I have brought back from the depths of Lower Norfair, our podcast crew from last week. First, but not least, Ben Kerrigan, back. Oh my god, this pork chop is so good. You have no idea. I am just feasting so hard. Is this like a Minecraft pork chop, or oh, are we talking no. real life? This is like real life. Okay, everyone's life having dinner right lady now. from Panama it is a good time. <laughs> and uh, hanging out in Brinstar, eating jelly beans, Kevin, the man Williams. I'll just be a second. I just dropped one on the floor here. But <laughs> it's an important one, too. <laughs> you go ahead and uh, keep asking questions there. And, I'll just, uh, and uh, live from Tucson, to tape in Atlanta... John K playing the game right now again. Yes. Okay, so you, what, how long ago did you start? About uh, a few minutes ago. Five, five minutes ago. Okay. Was this from Where the are beginning? you? Yeah, from the beginning. Where are you right now? I'm uh, about in Meridian. So that's really I, funny, but not true. Well, no, no. Seriously, I, I just, uh, well, I, I just got the. You went over the tube. Well, I just got the gravity suit, so I'm heading towards Meridian right now. How is that possible if you just started? No, no, oh, I no, mean no, last week's from game. This part. Oh, okay. I'm like, John, I don't think that's possible, but maybe it is. But no, you also beat Fantoon <laughs> last week, so this yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't count. So, Fangamer Podcast, what do we do here? We talk about the company Fangamer. We talk about the games we play. We talk about old games. We're doing some game club this week. Our our book club style version of playing games. Our, our excuse to play games in a way that it's supposed to be uh, somehow educational for us. That's what we tell ourselves. And social. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to crack into it in the later part of the show. But before we do so, let's get into some uh, what we've been up to this week. Have we been playing any games? I always find it hard to play other games during Game Club, but I was too busy traveling. So I haven't been playing anything. Ben, have you been playing any games? Um, I've been playing LSDJ and uh, the game where you it try to save your songs that got destroyed, and then they don't. And then it's that happens a lot, doesn't it? Like, I hear that happening to all kinds of chiptune yeah, artists. They've I mean, lost it's really just the card songs. you use. Like, there are two, like, main cards that the chip people use. One's, like, the EMS, and it's, like, this crappy bootleg cart. And then there's the Bleep Bloop cart, which is, like, the best. And, uh, I got the lower Bleep tier Bloop one. Brand. And, uh, it's a little, it's a little bad. So, like, how do you, how do you get your song off the thing? Like, is there a way to, like, save it on some other medium? Well, I mean, the cart on it has, like, a, a mini USB, so you just plug it in your computer and you can rip the save file oh. right off of it. 
Okay. And so that didn't work for you or? Um, no, like it was on there. It was just corrupt mm-hmm. in like, Oh, garbage. the data was bad. Like it was weird. Like the screen was like this hot pink and the font was like from like five versions ago. Like it, it shouldn't have even been on the card anymore, but mm-hmm. it was there. So not really gaming. Does that mean that we're going to have a new, new uh, Ben song to hear out in the world? At um, one we, point? we were until it got destroyed. <laughs> okay. That's too bad. But no, right. um, actually me and my friend Melvin Rubio, um, oh Melvin! Like, oh, but no yeah, one knew yeah. that he was on yeah, the yeah. podcast. But yeah, he was oh. on the podcast once upon a time in a ghost land, in a and uh, I watched Reformat the Planet with him and his girlfriend, and like they were really into it, and they're gonna come up with me to Blip Festival in May, and me and him oh. we're gonna try to make some music. So. Oh wow! You got a co-collaborator. Are you guys gonna have like a name like um, Catan in the? Well, since high school, like me and him have always messed around with the idea of doing music together as a band called The Flukes. And I think I think we'll just keep that name alive. Okay, it's kind of okay. lame, but whatever. You're the only ones you are. So, one of my coworkers' <laughs> band's names is um, it's like Dave's birthday, or yeah, <laughs> like that's their band name. It's a good name. It, but it's really is funny. Is there anyone in the band named Dave? I hope not. No, there is. A, <laughs> the, the, but the funny thing is, like, how do you book shows? Like. Come out to Dave's birthday down at the blah, blah, blah. Oh, who's Dave? I don't want to go to Dave's birthday. <laughs> There'll be live music by Dave's birthday. Well, this, what does that mean? Everyone's going to sing happy birthday? Who's Dave? Yeah. Yeah, who's Dave? Why is he having so many birthdays? They've got to have a rocking cover of the birthday song, except it's copyrighted. Oh, that's so a good question. That. I should ask him that. That'd be funny. Anyway, let's see. What else? Uh, Kevin, have you been playing any games this week? Or, I don't know, what have you been up to? Anything good? Um... Yeah, I've been, uh, last week I was dealing with one April Fool's joke. This week I was finishing yet another one. Uh, everybody's favorite Earthbound website, Starman.net, told everyone on April 1st we were starting a mother fan fest, and then it turned out it was a big joke. It was for real. Everybody it was joke. What are you talking about? So then we made it real. <laughs> so the long, short version of this is that uh, I beat Earthbound Zero over the weekend last oh, weekend. Wow. Whoa. How, wait, so have you have you beaten it before? I have actually beaten it. Um, I beat it once on the original prototype version. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. Although I did, um, that version I cheated a little bit and used Game Genie code just from the very end. But uh, Oh, dude. Oh, jeez. Well, no, but that's why the second time I went back and I did it again with uh, the old version of Tomatoes Patch, which was supposed to double your experience, but didn't. No, no, it was supposed to be that, but it wasn't. All it did it was, was give broken. you more experience. Yeah. yeah. It, it didn't even give you that. It was just, you know, it fixed a couple but of the, texts. But you've only beaten it once. The fact that that's no, but then as I good as not beating it, right? So this yeah. is the third time I've beaten it. Wow, that's three times more than I have ever beaten that, That's three <laughs> times more than most people even at the In site. fact, I have a hard time getting past the lamp. Straight up. <laughs> that lamp is proved. I've lost to the lamp before. How do you even lose the lamp? I don't do think you can lose to the lamp. I think you're making what, it. What, you tried to use no. the credit card on him over and over again? I can't seem to withdraw money from this <laughs> lamp. Oh, no, I'm dead. That's no. it. That's the only way you could possibly lose. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. That's, that's not, bad, not an expert at Mother. So having gone through it now for the third time, is it, uh, is it the kind of experience that you can say you can recommend to people saying it's worthwhile going back and playing? It's the it's kind the of game. Maker. It's not the kind of game you want to give to somebody <laughs> who's never played a video game before. Because it right, was okay, so maybe people who you know like Earthbound yeah, and, and it's, Mother Yeah, it's an acquired 3. taste. It's a very acquired it's taste. It's like Dragon Quest fans. 
Yeah, yeah. If you're into classic Dragon Quest and old school, like the first Final Fantasy and stuff, and you just you're totally all the basically you're, okay with you're already you're already into it. Then if you know, yeah, you're basically you, you already you'll like know it or whether not. or not you like yeah. Earthbound within about five minutes of starting it. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's see what else, John. Yes. What have you been up to this week, buddy? Well, my, what have you been doing? Minecrafting, watching Cowboy Bebop, and oh yeah, yeah. whoa. Watching Cowboy Bebop, about... is this like a first time thing? Oh no, I've, I've watched it before. It's the same thing I said but, when he told me. But it's the first time I've watched it since owning a Corgi, so. It's like watching <laughs> it all over again. I haven't watched it since having two Corgis, so maybe I should go through it again, learn that's, something that's new. That's our next game club, we're just going to watch Cowboy Bebop. We can't take Couchbound's deal, guys. <laughs> Although that would be kind of fun to like do like one episode where we like all watch some sort of something. We could just watch the movie, that would be. Oh, there you go, right? Because it's only like, uh, yeah, something like that. That might be kind of fun. Although not really related to what we do. So we'll have to think about it. Anyway. No, no, so no. John... The guy who made um, Cowboy Bebop made Samurai Shampoo, and that has a game. So it's related. <laughs> if there was a Super <laughs> Metroid movie of some sort, then we could, we could work something out, I think. I was thinking about that today. That well, there's we'll lots watch, of fun uh, Super Metroid Let's watch stuff. Uh, Aliens together. Game there over, man. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah. over. Oh, dude, I watch Aliens every now and then, so. just But you always got to watch it at night. So, John, no, but back to, um, I know you're playing your game here, but besides uh, besides uh, watching some Cowboy Bebop, right. you've been Minecrafting as in designing or as in playing the game? As in experiencing the game. And so, yeah, it's pretty, it's, well, it's uh, building, mining, and designing, which you'll soon see. So, did you see that uh, video that Asif shared out? I couldn't. Uh, oh. I couldn't open up the link. It was uh, that, that so, link initially. Yeah. So he sent me this link to. I think it's called. It has. It's been given the name like like the Minecraft Outlands. You guys heard of this? It's where like you push the the map to its limit. So you go as far as you can go before it basically starts just crashing all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, it starts getting corrupted, and the chunks get right, corrupted. Right, so he goes all the way to the edge of that, and there's a video of like what it's like there, and like how you just basically slowly fall through the textures, and how you can't walk around normally, and how all of the, uh, the uh, to- topography... Instead of being like, you know, mountains, it's almost like reverse mountains. Everything's flat on the top, <laughs> and then kind of comes down into like a... Like a floating island okay. shape. Yeah, wow. like a that. And the people are like, what is that? Like, yeah. Like, like, like in, a, in Avatar, basically, with the floating rocks oh, there. The, there the you Hallelujah go. Mountains. Yes, it's like that. Sure, yeah. So, uh, there's a YouTube video out there if you want to. I think you just do like Minecraft Outlands or something. But, like, the f- he says, they say that if you start at the spawn and tried to walk to that point, it would take you. It was like a ridiculous amount of time, like 800 hours or yeah. more or something Ooh, to, to walk serious? there. So, yeah, it was something like, what? So they had to like teleport to the coordinates and something like that. Like, how, that was pretty cool. I was about to say, how, how long does it take to, on, on pig? You know, this, this pig. <laughs> well, the pig goes where he well, wants. So. How much land do you have between you and there? And can you avoid the lakes? Yeah. But um, Let's see. I read his most recent update, Notch's update, says that uh, he's implementing maps. But he says there's yeah. going to be a limit of 65,535, which, you know, is um, a certain power of two. I forget which one. It's like two to the ten Wait, or something. Wait, the number of maps or the size of the map? 
Uh, the number. He didn't say anything about size, which oh. would actually make me think a lot harder about this. But I was just thinking, anytime you seem to give anybody a hard limit on something in Minecraft, they always find some weird trick to either overcome it or just screw with it. <laughs> so I'm wondering no, what man. the first person who creates the 65,537th map is going to see. <laughs> Very uh, curious face about of that. God. Well, I wonder, like, somebody to will what, do it. To just what extent... Element. Yeah, I wonder like to what extent you can do to the map itself. Like if you can add notes, yeah. and, like other kinds of uh, marks. That'd stuff. be real. Like I'm excited for the map, but it's, it's with everything in Minecraft. I get excited for it, and I and overthink how cool it's gonna be. And then it hats. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Like, <laughs> oh, we have dogs you can tame. Oh, I always get sad when the dog dies, or <laughs> I accidentally drown the dog. <laughs> oh, and then, or weather. Weather's pretty cool, but uh, you know. Oh wait, lightning uh, struck my house and it burned to the ground. <laughs> Does that really happen? That, that, that apparently happened to somebody on the forums. He says, uh, my house oh, is gone. Lightning hit him. Oh, I know it's not nice to laugh at that, but, like, just because there's already so much drama on the Fangamer Minecraft server, the fact that, light, like, a natural disaster happens <laughs> to someone's house, and Tragedy not someone griefing them. Tragedy is when you them. fall down an open manhole and die. That's comedy. Shoot, I completely missed that. Never mind. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I, I was telling Ben. Before, Did you tell about your how your brother uh, uh, attacked me when I had a pack of six wolves? <laughs> oh, wait, we actually we didn't talk about. It. So we we after last week's show we had the Minecraft not on my server and John um, made a uh, a kennel. He made like a little kennel for all of his dogs, and he's got like six or seven dogs, and they just hang out in there. And uh, I think he, we were John was acting foreman, and we were building our like town hall. And like he was pointing, like you need to go up here and do this. And my brother, like okay, and he accidentally like knocks John, and all of a sudden <laughs> here comes six wolves up, and they just mauled him to death, and it was over. Uh, another downside of having the animals in town. Maybe we should put the kennel outside of town. Oh, well, it was it was it was right near the gates for hunting hunting parties. <laughs> well, for John hunting parties specifically, hunting anyone who uh, angers him. So, anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, for me though, I was telling uh, Ben before the cast, I started playing Back to the Future, yeah. the episodic ones on on iPad, and because I was going on a trip this week, so I thought, well, I'll get some stuff for my iPad and play it on the train. So I picked that up and was playing through it and uh it's it's fun i like how they take the idea of back to the future that world and just kind of expand upon it make little missions and things you do um i realize though that like i don't really enjoy the point and click nature too much because i don't like the guessing like sometimes i'm like i know what i need to do but i haven't done it in the way they exactly want me to do and i think everyone's got a good example so like i know i need to go talk to this guy but they won't let you go talk to that guy because you were supposed to open the door with a certain key instead of just <laughs> go out the window or something, right? Like, there's a certain way they want you to do it, and I find that incredibly frustrating, mm -hmm. except that they do have a hint system that's yeah. pretty great. And I'm like, okay, because uh, I'm like, why can't I leave this old lady's house? I know I need to go to the video store and look at the date on the wall. Why can't they just let me leave? And then it's like, you need to talk to her and borrow her binoculars and look at it from the house. Just do that. I'm, oh, I wasn't going to figure that out. So anytime, like, when I'd be super frustrated, like, in a Phoenix Wright, that'll happen to me a lot, and I just kind of have to use game FAQs. Mm -hmm. Here, they're just like, screw it. We'll just tell you. I mean, if you're going to go quit anyway, <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Keep, keep getting through it. I mean, I So I've been having general. fun with it, though. 
Yeah, I find in general the Back to the Future game to be pretty good about that, though, in not having those situations where you get right. Stuck there could and be so many more. Order. Like there was only really one that like was just terrible in the first episode, but aside from that, it was pretty good. Like, yeah, how I'm far still have you enjoying it. So I am in. Uh, I've gone back in time mm-hmm. to go rescue Doc. I just got back to Old Hill Valley. Um, I found him. I found what's up. We have a game plan to try and rescue him. I'm talking to the uh, older version of him right now, and that's where I kind of left off. So I haven't gotten stuck too many times, and I enjoy seeing how they're basically playing on the same motifs as the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it just goes to, to show you that, I don't know, I just don't have... There's just not enough there for me to be like, I need to sit down and finish this. You know, like It's a good kind of casual... It's a very good casual game. Like I can just kind of pick it up, start doing something, set it aside... And usually those sorts of games don't take well to that. Like if Phoenix Wright, you put that down and yeah, you, pretty you forget what you're doing. You, what was, you're yeah, who, who, yeah, you're done. But this does a good job of like, oh, reminding you with the objectives of what's going on. So yeah. that, and then I picked up uh, Dead Space uh, on iPad. What? Which is, right, right? I mean, isn't that crazy? They have Dead Space for iPad. Is that Dead and Space it was proper like, or is that like the Dead Street Extraction? Space extraction? Yeah. Um,. That's a great question. Uh, so yeah, now we got him looking it up. Yeah, but but the, I'll have to show you guys here because it looks amazing. <laughs> like I'm like, wow, this looks just as good as it did probably on the Wii. Because <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure they had they had that Wii version, right? That was like yeah, that uh, was extraction on rails, yeah. right? No, this is uh, it just says Dead Space. What? Come on, buddy, it's freezing <laughs> up on me. It didn't like when I did that. Uh, just Dead Space HD what it says Ooh, high definition um, on an ipad it's on a, an ipad yeah and it says i should use headphones for the best experience but now here they is, say that. oh it would yeah, be yeah. scary if you don't wear your headphones yeah no Cancel. you know what oh gosh no. it wants me to register here okay this so is for, for all you guys, guys at home. who can see it for all you guys at home go look up some screenshots <laughs> of it but i mean oh hey it's pretty that good looks like a spaceship from system shock 2 what do you know yeah i mean it looks <laughs> like, looks really nice and you can walk around, so like the the, the control scheme. I haven't okay. played too many iPad games, but they the control scheme is like you kind of touch the character and then drag to the direction you kind of want them to go. But when you actually have to attack, you do like these slice gestures with your finger, uh-huh. and those don't quite work. Do, but yeah, if you do I don't too many know. slashes, you run out of ink in your ink pots, and then you can't use your brush techniques right but they do seems like they want you to rotate the thing sideways so you can like change oh, your beam God, and that. stuff like that but i mean it looks it never like works right though like i've got it um, looks amazing i just got the new um whatchamacallit uh, sam fisher there what's that called uh splinter cell, oh, splinter cell. The 3DS. Yeah, yeah. and when you're using the little camera that goes into the door it's like tilt your 3ds back and forth to look around i'm like i can't see anything i'm just gonna open the door and punch <laughs> the guy in the face hey, that works okay <laughs> let's go that's still yeah, so uh, it, I mean, for ninety nine cents, not bad. But uh, I've been playing the beginning of it, and it seems like a cool idea. But it's just, again, nothing's really drawing me in because the first part's just tutorial, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? No, throw me at a zombie attack. You know, let's do the Super Metroid style. Just throw me in there, see if I survive or not. And I'm kind of in for that style of gaming. But yeah, uh, yeah that's what I've been up to this week. Uh, so we shall take a short break here, do some segments, and then we'll get back into Fan Gamer News and then the show topic. Stay tuned. Rap music. I know a lot of people who say they simply can't stand rap music, even consider it a contradiction in terms. But I simply don't buy that. 
There is good music and bad music, the subjective quality that varies from person to person. But I don't think the genre of music should necessarily determine what defines good and bad music. I don't like very much rap music. I usually don't care for the subject matter, but I could just as easily be turned off by the quality of the music, the quality of the rapper's voice, or even the quality of his verse. In general, rappers don't rap to show off their incredible singing voices, so the quality of the sound is almost never the part that pulls me into the song, though it can certainly scare me away. Usually I only really like a rap song when it addresses an interesting topic, using interesting or pleasant verse. Popular culture has done a lot to hurt rap, especially since the most popular artists tend to be very polarizing. You either like the culture they present, or you don't. It doesn't seem to leave much room for other directions the genre could, and indeed has taken, though it's largely an underground movement. Within rap is the subgenre called nerdcore. I don't like much of that scene either, but likewise there are a few individual songs and artists that attracted my attention over time. I gave it a shot, and I feel I've been rewarded. Random, known in the nerdcore scene as Mega Ram, has a large following. He has extensive video game knowledge, which often comes into play in his music. Some time ago, he was actually licensed by Capcom to produce a few albums inspired by Mega Man. Earlier this month, he finally quit his job as a middle school teacher to pursue his music career full-time. It sounds to me like a loss for the Arizona educational system, but a win for music fans. Here's a track from Random's album, Forever Famicom. The album was a tribute to the SNES era of games and features some very familiar melodies. If you are one of those people who consider themselves wholeheartedly against rap, I'll hope you'll set aside your bias for a little while and try to see the quality of Random's work. This is Forever, by Random and K. Murdoch. Didn't have to wear a tuxedo to touch people. Never move rock, wasn't trying to see Judge Ito. If it don't fit, you must have quit it. But if it do fit, you must have did it. I wasn't with it. Focused on my love for hip hop. Wouldn't flip flop to get props. I tried to keep it fresh like a ziplock. Similar to the games of yesterday. I blow the dust away, they still fresh today. Reminisce to the first time I set it up. Way past bedtime, wouldn't stop playing till I leveled up. Fingers blistered, suffering from fatigue. And teachers wonder why I got a bad attitude. Headed to class like Hessman in 86. Regrettably passed the freshman that gave me fits. But they all come back. Glad I taught them. I support them. Even though they fall like autumn. Back in the 80s when it begun. Recall in DC. Rockin' the T. Run, Jesse, run. Galactic tactics require straight jackets. Let's get the viruses. We installed the patches. We took the scenic route to find the fundamentals. And cause my dream too. So this ain't coincidental. Start it all over again 
Get into uh, the show. Yeah, Dragon. Start my timer. We're gonna talk yeah. about some Super Crack Metroid. So last week we left off right before the beginning of the wreck ship. Uh, people had gotten uh, various amounts of power ups, different things. But uh, one thing from the forum that I'm bringing up right away, I think. Oh, I already forgot who was it. Crystal or somebody? Yeah, Crystal was saying that this game you can get to wreck ship. A number of times early, a number of different ways. Um, you can unlock different parts of it before others, um, and that that was actually one of the things that might be kind of a uh, one of the downsides of the game is how how not wide open, but the complete lack of direction a lot of the times, and how that's it can be really fun, like we said, because you can there's the exploration pieces, but. When you get to a point where you're just backtracking a lot and you're not really having fun anymore, I mean, that can be a like bit deterrent you mess yourself up to the point. It's like, well, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but where am I supposed to be? Right, and there's not a lot of guidance on that. And that is actually, because I was saying on Twitter and in the forum thread, why I really dislike Meridia because With of that. 12 different entranceways <sighs> all over the and place. That, and there's really only like two ways to traverse the terrain. But if you don't remember those two ways, there's a couple bottlenecks that you have to go in through, and that really bugs the crap yeah, out of me. Yeah, I got some. And there's like one way tunnel you can go different Actually, ways. Actually, yeah. Ways Kevin, you, you had mentioned that you had missed two missile tanks, is that right? I did. I missed uh, three, actually. I have no idea which ones I missed either. That just... uh, did you. Do you remember uh, that there's those missile tanks that are. Uh, you have to go through the, the sand? Uh, trap to get to in Meridian? I did. I remembered those this time. In fact, I actually figured out a way that was slightly more efficient, because normally you do it, you just go, then you go through the one-way tunnel, then you go back up, then around, then you go, then you do it again, you got to do it like three times. This right. time, I didn't do it until after I'd done Dragon, but before I got the Plasma Beam. So doing mm. it that way was actually just a little bit more efficient for me. Before, so I was pretty. Well, I was kind of shocked about go that. Back to Shift. Yeah, because I realized. <laughs> let's, let's I'm a, yeah, we should go back to Rex Shift. Yeah, I'm gonna. I <laughs> got lots to say about 
Yeah, I got a lot to say about Marie, but let's get into Wrecked Ship. I actually didn't have a lot of notes on it, other than that, I thought it did a really good job of, I think I even started saying it last show, you start the game off with pretty much nothing, and you tend to, I don't know, most fights you come across can be very scary when you don't have very many energy yeah. tanks. So mm -hmm. there's definitely yeah. some stress, and every item you get significantly helps you. Mm -hmm. Once you get to beating, you know, the first, is it first two bosses before? Yeah, because isn't Fantoon the third boss? Uh, Fantoon's the second boss. No. Second, second boss. Oh, okay, so you beat the first boss, but you have enough items where, like, oh, yeah, there's, there you go, kind of, one and a half, that you really feel like, yeah, I can pretty much handle most of the stuff that's coming. It's not going to be significantly more difficult. Um, and so, yeah, I'm feeling good. They play that music that really uh, swells, and you're, you know, you're feeling like the warrior going in there, and then you enter, and it's just yeah. dead. It's quiet. There's nothing going on, and that's a really another kind of cool concept for uh, levels. That there's we've reestablished this sort of narrative that what happened here? Why is why don't any of the doors work? Why is there this one bad guy who's like a phantom ghost that he doesn't really attack me? He's like this scary ghost face guy. Yeah, I mean I don't really have to fight him. Um, the save room doesn't work. You go in there, and the game has been teaching up to this point. You better save, buddy. You should save. Anytime you should say, anytime you see a save, you should save. And there's one in there, you're like, oh, I'm gonna save. Nope. Oh gosh, it doesn't work. I don't think so, buddy. So there adds that other little element of risk, like crap. If I get into some real trouble in here, I'm walking all the way back from where it was I saved last time. And as you come along, there's all this foreshadowing of something's gonna happen. You don't know what, and then you get into a boss fight immediately. That's the first thing you do in that zone. Yeah, yeah. As you fight yeah. someone, which is kind of a, I don't know. What do you guys think of that yeah. boss fight? It's I kinda... think the word for that fight is backwards. It is very backwards how you finish off the boss first, and then yeah. you get to do all the exploration. Just I, yeah. I actually really like it. I think it shakes it up in a really good way. But I also it, like how small that area is. But yeah, it, I would say like the yeah, the, it, it's it's actually because it first starts adding what I find are the elements that sort of detract from the game, mm -hmm. where the environment we're traversing the environment punishes you. Just by like places where it just doesn't make sense. The little sparks that fly. I understand oh. they add ambiance. Once you power up the shirt, the ship, these little electrical sparks kind of from all the broken wires. I get that. That's cool. But you run into those things all the freaking time. They <laughs> yeah. are all then, over like, the place. You know, there's and, um. Did you yeah. go into the room with the big metal spiky chandeliers that fall on you? No. Right. Right. Um. First of all. Why do you even need those in your spaceship? What purpose could they possibly serve? But on well, top that's of that, they mashed up the bodies. If you, <laughs> that's yeah, uh, the uh, sure, systems okay. for the. Uh... That's where we get the ghost. That's why Fantoon powers the ship is because yeah. his ecto energy. You're basically fighting through the ecto A1000 here. But uh, <laughs> yeah. if you go into that spike chandelier room before you've beaten Fantoon, those chandeliers don't fall on you. Yeah, it's easy yeah to even yeah. And the spikes on the ground don't hurt you because like they're not active. Right, and, and the, uh, um, the moving the, platforms um... don't move. It's way easier. But aren't all of those doors powered down? You See, I don't know. No, that, well, that one's a secret. Yeah, I'm sure it's like you have to bomb under there's, like the There's first a bombable passage. Oh, okay, okay. There's yeah, and there's yeah, actually yeah. really only one you can go to. For example, if you go to the one on the on the left, you can actually get the power up. It's like there right now. But, yeah, you uh, get if, the, if you go to the one on the right, right. Uh, one of the uh, the, the robot uh, your service bots uh, will leaning back on the wall. Yeah, this little, this little yeah. trash yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the little bots, yeah, way. so they're fun, right? Because do they actually have any offensive They do, they shoot Yeah, they got ring lasers. You, if you, like, Ringos. look at them funny or something. Okay. But they're really cute, okay. I like them. 
So, yeah, as, a, as like, I thought that was a kind of a cool element. Like, you have a bad guy who's mostly, obviously he was part of the ship somehow. He's really not meant for combat. That's fine. But then you got those little molecule things yeah. that come loose, and they're kind of annoying, but not so bad. And then you've got the, uh, what are those things called? Like, they're, like, they look kind of like space pirates. We have the wings. Uh, the, the bugs? Oh. I know what you're talking about. They're called, like, Kai Hunters or something. Key Hunters. I don't know. I don't know. They're, but there's that room where you have to kill all of them. To unlock the doors. Oh, right, right, right. oh yeah, and then yeah. you have to open the doors, or else you have to fight the enemies again to unlock the doors yes. you didn't open. Yeah, yes. yeah. Which is so. This is where we first starting of those elements where some doors won't open unless you kill everything. Not such a bad thing, but it can be annoying. Traversing through the landscape gets a little more annoying. I understand pits of acid and spikes and stuff. That makes sense. But like what I would consider the hallway. That you're using to get to other places, I don't like when that's extremely difficult to have to get through. I just um, and that happens the time, in other areas too. All the way through, like yeah. Star and Norfair, there's areas where there's like a pillar, a pillar, a few pillars, you know, just blocks getting in your way, and maybe acid, maybe not. Maybe there's just stuff in your way. Yeah, no, I didn't find that it's a problem in the wreck ship at all, really. Personally, I mean, that was more for Meridia. Well, that's true, but. <laughs> yes, that's it, because that's it leads up. As we go along, that becomes a theme that plays more. But um, in terms of the actual zone, like you were saying, it is shorter, yeah. which is not the only short zone no. in the game. But I almost feel like having the boss first, though, made the zone being short. I don't know. I always just don't want to spend very much time there just because, oh, I've already killed the boss. I know that there's an item I need to get here. Okay, how do I get to that? And then I leave. And I, I, I do like having it be... A nice, you know, crescendo to the boss, the zone, personally. But, I mean, there are elements that make it kind of cool. I think it's just a mini-boss. It's just boss and you're done. That's yeah. true. What do you say, I Ben? I, I, saying, I don't personally ahead. agree. Like, the wreck ship was actually one of my favorite parts of the game. But it, it's sort of the part that made me realize that, like, this game is really one of the most challenging in not, like, a really frustrating way that I've ever played. More, more so yeah, challenging in the I'll, sense I'll that, that, like, it asks you to do a lot, but you are rewarded yeah. so well for those things. Like, the wreck ship is Very tiny, rewarded. but there is a ton of stuff to do, like, as far as puzzles yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. And, Especially outside, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, when you get to the outdoor areas, there's a lot going on out there. Yep. I, I just really like that. I mean, it was compact, but there was a lot to do versus having a really broad area that, I mean, you're just worried, like, when's the next thing going to pop up? So, Kevin, what did you actually think of the boss fight itself, fighting him? Well, Fantoon's interesting, and um, I should preface this by saying, after I beat the game, I went back and beat it again yesterday, just for the hell of it. Um, and the first time, I had done all the extra stuff. You know all the stuff where you use the speed booster in Brinstar, and do the wall jumping, and all that stuff? Mm -hmm. So I was really, you know, well-equipped. I had maybe, I think, seven or eight energy tanks, uh, some super missiles, although I don't use super missiles on Fantoon necessarily, which we'll have to ask John about his strategy, because really he's kind of a tricky boss fight. But so well, It was yeah, very yeah. Mega Man-esque. Yeah. Whereas for my run yesterday, I was actually trying to optimize by not going back to that Brinstar sector until I was passing through on my way to Meridia. And I had four energy tanks and like half as many missiles as I would normally have. And suddenly <laughs> that fight gets a lot harder, and I was using my reserve tanks and I was freaking out because I'm like, I haven't saved in a while. I'm speedrunning here. Mm, I might, like I, you know, oh, there was some real pressure on me. I Actually, I got him down to what I thought would be the last hit. So I flip over to Super Missile, pop him one, 
It wasn't the last hit. Oh, no. And when you hit him no. with a super missile, he starts spraying you with fire everywhere. Whoa, and, that's oh, why really? he was doing oh, that? Oh, yeah. Did you not hit him? That explains that's... it. I was, like, I was like, wow, why is this so hard all Ooh, of a sudden? So, like, I that, that thing where, like, he... When I was normal missiles, I'm like, this isn't so bad. That thing with, like, where there's, like, that sweep spread <sighs> that he goes, like, back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sweeps you back and forth like eight or ten times. Yeah, that's yeah. the one like, that he does. When oh, is this going to stop? You could have avoided it's that because you hit him. Yeah, they're, they're, it's they're, because they're... you hit him with a super missile. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get so angry. It's it's like yeah, you can, you can actually even avoid that too. There's actually a pattern you can go back and forth and literally with mm. one shot if you time it right with you proper can... spin jumping and yeah, you can you can actually yeah, get all of his fire before it even leaves his eye. It's a very Mega Man esque fight. I feel like a it, lot of them obviously is. are, but that like said that, it is the most. Of, you're yeah. you're in that one room, right? Very Mega Man. You, it's one room. Uh, you don't get to move out of there. There's a lot of dodging and like learning the patterns. But um, I was gonna say this is the another fight where the controls. I just I'm like oh, I just need a little bit more from you. And I was thinking it'd be really mm-hmm. great to play it on a system. They do a. I was I was tweeting about this earlier earlier today. An HD remake of Super Metroid. <laughs> where you, so you can play it with a controller that has two bumpers on each side, so that you have more button options. Right. So you can do like tilting up and down, and then have Daft Punk do the music for it. <laughs> so I was listening to the Tron uh, soundtrack today. I don't know, man. There's definitely a tone that reminds me of like the intro of the game. Yeah, I mean, as cool as that is, though, Kenji Yamamoto just freaking blew it away with the soundtrack. So I don't know if I could get rid of this music. Oh, not saying. I'm not saying he, they they make their own original music. I'm oh, just, they remake. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, that all right. Stuff. Get a little remake. Yeah, remake get Super get Metroid some, music. Get some overclocked in there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but, but yeah, I really wish there was though. more buttons. Because he only buttons. pops up for a second, and you've got that like target window, and I think for every two missiles I shoot, a third one just flies right past him because he disappears right before I hit him. Yes. Yeah. Or I can't get to the button I want to or, do like, what I, I want to do. Or I just miss off my that much. I want John Kay's wisdom here. I yeah, want to know. Like, what's I, I, the, I, I'm, what's I'm the competing with some very strong personalities here, so I'm trying to optimum inch in here. Way to beat this Fantoon dude. Um, yeah, what's the John style? Well, you know, I, I use super I use super missiles, and I just jump from one corner to the other Push corner, it. and I shoot his eye before the uh, uh, what is it before uh, he before actually before he shoots the spiral. Yeah, before the fire actually uh, reaches outside mm. of his. Uh, his eye, and it pretty much gives me a bunch wow. of power ups. But usually, that fight can be very hard. And if you miss it once, you can literally screw up the entire system, yeah. like the entire back and forth system. So, yeah, the thing but with yeah. the fire, like I felt I could jump on one side and clear it okay, but on the other side, I was always screwed. So, like half the time, I was getting hit. And I really wish I would have known it was the super missiles. Damn it! It was yeah. the super missiles all along. Like if you use the regular missiles, he just kind of goes a little wobbly and crazy but if you use super missiles he gets in this silent yeah. rage that he just spews <laughs> out his eye fire yeah, the so thing, the after thing with, you kill him yeah the thing with me though with that fight ahead. it's like i never wanted to switch out of my super missiles to like kill the fire so like i just sort of let the fire jump around for most of the time and i guess yeah, that sort of made it, it it was dangerous but like i didn't want to have to deal with like pressing select a bunch of times to get back to the super. Back missiles. to the controller scheme. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I guess this is yeah. really the only so, time in the game that that presented itself as a problem for me. Yeah, but it, when it does though, it's like very prevalent. Yeah. And yeah, that's always really bugged me. But I was gonna say, so when we beat him, 
Do you you don't actually get an item, right? No, but you get the you, the entire ship reactivates and therefore. Oh well, yeah, I know. It in powers the end, you up get and the you gravity can suit. get items, right? But there's no the cool actual reward, right? Which is oh, which is another kind that's of cool. departure, right? That you've killed the boss and you don't really get anything. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but in this zone, you what? You get the gravity suit. You get there's a reserve tank, I think. Uh, right? There's a reserve, reserve tank. Reserve tank. Uh, you like a half dozen assorted missiles and super right, missiles. but all the other stuff. But in terms of kind of main items, that's it. So I just grab the gravity suit and I go out because I never really bother to get the reserve tank there because I remember it being a little more frustrating than I want to let it be. But then I you usually move on. But yeah, and there's, there's I don't know. I have a hard time with the collectathon aspect now. As a kid, I loved doing that. Now I'm like, okay, I just I just want enough missiles. To survive, and I don't even think I really had enough to make it through Mother Brain when I got to that <laughs> point. But regardless of that, and let's. To so be fair, reserve tanks ahead. don't really make a lot of sense, do they? It's just like, oh, so they if I run out of energy, I have another hundred energy, but I fill yeah. them up in a weird, different way. Yeah, or yeah, I could choose to fill them up if I want. And yeah, they look cool though. Like I always feel they're a little more special. So yeah, it's, I, I it's like always that cool when you forget too, you have them. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you're like, when you're oh, like what a pleasant speed run. You're like, oh, good. I'm glad I had a couple other those filled up. But um, so let's let's start getting into uh, Meridia here because you transition straight from there. A number of ways you can tackle it. Um, I went down to the uh, the pipe that you have to blow uh, up with the super bomb. Which one I think there's people you... in the foreign thread who asked, did you know you were supposed to do no. that the first time? And I. I know I didn't, and it took me a very long time to figure out. And you know how I figured it out? It was the background of that one room that has a broken one of those pipes. And I That's thought, right. there's another one of those. That you and I was like, and it's a, another example, very subtle game design and teaching you how to play. I'm like, that's a little too subtle. Yeah. <laughs> but it was another one of those places where I thought, okay, maybe I can break that. But even then, if you use Super Bomb, nothing happens at first. Like, you kind of, yeah, you don't exactly. move. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit. And you're like, oh, that, and then you start moving. All of a sudden, it cracks. And you're like, oh, oh, crap. What's going to happen? And then it breaks really and cool it falls moment. and you go in. It Actually, is. Getting that to it is really, not a very cool moment. No. What's really great about uh, that is uh, they actually use that same mechanic for even the Metroid Prime series. They're using a power bomb to destroy and class Zero two. Mission has it. Hmm. It's all over the place. Oh man, let's let's digress real quick here because I'm gonna forget to ask this later, and I'm, I apologize. I have a bad memory, but I want to mention this while I remember. Someone in the forum thread was saying that they actually were they they liked the Metroid Prime and all those games are some of their favorite. But playing this one, they realized one of the big pieces missing from those is that exploration and the freedom yeah, to kind yeah. of break the game and mm -hmm. go beyond what you're really allowed. And I agree. That's and one of the things that fixed some of the exploits. Right, and that's one of the things that I never really liked about the transition to the FPS was that they just lost that that piece of it, the the really finite gameplay, the really, yeah. if you yeah. know what you're doing, you can maneuver around and feel good about it. I You just lose a bit of that translation. Although, that even happened. they did a lot of other things really well. In it, even so in not Metroid Fusion, you have sort of that the beginning of that switch over from... Yeah, and actually, I was thinking about that. Yeah, they did. And different developers, though. And there had been many Castlevanias after then too. Yeah. And so they those all kind of play into that genre. And we're you now we're not talking about all the Metroid games yet because we're talking about this yeah. one. We want to keep our scope in. But I just wanted to bring that. Up. I thought that was an interesting point they made from the thread. But 
back to Meridia. Back my to notes. Meridia. And let me let me right. read these. Can I let say me read these the word for real word. Quick? Oh, I yeah, actually, yeah, I did ahead. find that on my first run completely by accident because I'd been using power bombs just as like a makeshift. Oh, to find stuff, right? Just to open yeah. door, and then so like one time I'm like, oh, that's neat. The pipe blows open. Oh, that's neat. I can't move very well in the water. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Every time I go from Brinstar to Norfair from now on, I will <laughs> Life be able is to just difficult. run straight through. I'll fall in and get yeah. sluggish in this water. So that kind of bugged me. Although when you picked up the gravity suit, you probably immediately then knew what it was for. Although you probably knew what it was for beforehand, right? You <clears> run into water somewhere before you get back oh, yeah. down there, right? Several places. That's why you used yeah. the Nintendo hotline. <laughs> for, but where's for the gravity suit? Minute. It's in the ship. Yeah, how do I get it? Well, pay me an extra ten bucks. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, actually. Well, just hold on, hold on while I look. All this right, up. let's uh, let's have some notes later. there, Garrett. So I was gonna say. So this is what I wrote down while playing Meridia because it's the last time I played it on my own. This is where I quit as well. I got mm-hmm. to Meridia and I said, Meridia sucks slash boring. Weird entrances, annoying sand part. Music is really meh. Mm-hmm. Although it's a bit. J- uh, is a bit Jaws esque because it. it has that kind of donut music. feel. Yeah, and then I said the level design is not very intuitive. No, it's and yeah. and this no. is written in frustration. So give me that as sure. a, a benefit of the doubt. But looking back, the reasons that Meridia frustrate me, I kind of mentioned earlier. There's a lot of places where you get bottlenecked, and you don't really know that you're bottlenecked yeah. because the the where you need to go doesn't seem like there's one particular route you need to take. It looks like there's lots of ways. And up until now, the game has taught you there's lots of ways to get through. Meridian, no. There is one or two places you have got to go. And then the other part is, as you're exploring, you find metal doors. Yeah. That you're like, what? Why can't I go in here? And that is really an odd departure. I understand why. Because like, we don't want you the plasma till after this guy. But well, then why don't, oh, why don't you just put man. it after the boss? My you, uh, The plasma yeah. is the reward. Yeah. Somebody it's mentioned, so, uh, you get and I agree with him, you can um, you can get up to that door by wall jumping. Yes, yeah. and, and you yeah. do it. You, you work so hard and you like, think you're going to get rewarded. Well, thanks for nothing. You don't get, that is a big F you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I think everybody does that at least once, though. So That's probably why I find it so frustrating. Because there's a lot of times where you get very far, Meridia, and then you get punished for it because there you didn't go the right way. You don't have the next item to get whatever it was to traverse past that. And as soon as you get space jump, it trivializes the whole zone. Yeah, it does. Because then the things that were annoying that made the zone what it was, I mean, for me, annoying, for other All people, the interesting. Grappling hook stuff. Yeah, you yeah. just space jump through it. And that's also one of the reasons I find that space jump kind of breaks the game because it really just means that there's no more platforming if you don't want there to be. Yeah. You can just mm. jump everywhere. And then when you get screw you attack... You still have to dodge yeah. enemies until you get screw attack. Yeah. Right. And then it's really over. <laughs> and then, but yeah. just then got I, you had a couple attack. things. Yeah. <laughs> ben, you had a couple ums there. I, I sound like you wanted to say some stuff. Yeah. So um, what, what did you have? Like, you were talking about how there were, like, specific places that you had to go in Meridia. And, like, for me, it was... Like, I saw those uh, doors that you couldn't get through. And I was so mad because, like, it felt to me, it's like whenever I found those, it was like, yeah, this is where I need to go. I know I'm going the right way now. And then I finally hit one of those right, doors. Right, because you work so hard. And then, like, uh, this is all punctuated on top of, like, how three times I went past, like, that point of no return where you drop down into Brinstar and you have to bomb the tube. But I didn't know you had to bomb the tube. So, like, I just went, like, after I got to that mm-hmm. tube and couldn't go back. You and just like keep coming back there. 
Yeah, I just I had to go all the way back around, back up like through the wreck ship three times before Dude, I realized that I could have bombed that stupid ass too. It's that too subtle game design. No, see, that's exactly like, and that is the what? to me that is a perfect example of what Meridia is. Yeah. You should have bombed the tube. <laughs> How did you know? You should have done I mean, it. You should have known. After that, I was having a really good time. Like, I really liked the rest of it. Like, I felt it was creepy. Well, wait, when I said Metroids. I thought the music was boring, when I said the music was boring, you, you I, had a I absolutely a, a disagree because I love that it's song. It's so boring compared it's, to the other songs. It, it, it doesn't have quite as much going on, but it's really haunting. Yeah, and, it sets the ambiance, but in a zone I'm already not having a great time with, and the music's just like... Dum, dum. I don't know. I really like. I really like the melody. It wants you it's, to go to sleep and different. die. He's a little sleepy too. It's not sleepy. I, think I don't I, find it sleepy. I find it creepy as hell. Kevin, I think I'd like the song better uh, if it wasn't associated with Meridia. Like when I, <laughs> me too. The first time I got to okay, Meridia, I'm yeah. like, oh good, here comes the water level. You yeah. know, it just feels like in in a game that's been stuck oh to this point. This is a really stupid water quite, level. Even <laughs> even though you've been through the grass one. level. And the fire level, those still yeah. felt different <laughs> enough that they you're did. not just they playing did. through, you know, the same old route by road. But then yeah. you get to the water area, and it's like the, the significant feature, the defining feature of this area is it is water. Uh, I mean, you know, you stole that from everybody. Actually, what's what's great it's, is um, you actually notice the water level stays consistent even across the different areas. Like, it stays the exact same water level over the entire time. Mm-hmm. Does it? Yep. Yeah. It's it's actually... always, there's always a sandy bottom floor, the same, you know, even when you get into the lab areas with the metal walls and stuff, it's still the same, it's built on the same technology and stuff, and landscaping. Huh. It's like the, building the a house in Minecraft with mind. the same material. When he was like, there's okay, you got your, your plant level, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you got yeah. the kind of jungle-ish theme, which, I mean, I knew these things, but I never just connected them all. Got that kind of jungle theme. You got Norfair, which is like your fire lava temple, right? But it's got that kind of, you know, the kind of operatic, you know, in the back. There's areas like there's the bubble room. That's not really fire. That's bubbles. It's just part of Norfair. Isn't it it kind of pushed up closer to Brinstar on the map? Am I just imagining that? Like it might be like the top half of it's in Brinstar. About as far away as you can possibly get from Brinstar, at least east west. So then it becomes uh, bubbles. It's it's Minecraft Farlands. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then you've got the wreck ship, which is kind of spooky ghost music, you know. And then I forget what the music turns to when it um, it's the same music, it's the same right? Same music, but like with this, like, beeps and boops. warbling in the background that lets you know that everything's yeah. alive. Okay, it's all, it's all very and then Star Trek. The water level has a very you know water like xylophone mm-hmm. tones. I don't know, just, just traditional water music. In like the second half of Meridia, I'm gonna interrupt you. That song is the best. Like I'm gonna fight you if you don't agree with me. Oh, I don't right. remember it. Can we get? To, um, can we do like the transition part of? Because I really like um, the mock droids. Yeah. I think those are my the favorite enemies. Oh, in the the f- whole yeah, game. that's fun. Because you yep. first of all. You, when you go in there in that tube, yeah, you, that, you, that you think you see it, and you're like, what, "Was that a Metroid? Wait a oh, was that was that a Metroid? That was oh, crap. A Metroid. oh my god!" And then you get there, and you're like, "These things suck. They're loose. You can murder them with the grappling beat. That's how much yeah. they suck." <laughs> oh, I wrote that down in my notes. Why is it? What What do you guys think that's about? Why is it some enemies can be uh, instantly defeated by the grappling beat? This is not something others. I noticed because I read it in the instruction booklet way back when. 
the Mocktroids were the Space Pirates' own attempt at synthesizing Metroids, mm-hmm. and they uh-huh. failed because they suck at science. <laughs> True story. <laughs> so wait, how does that mean that the grapple beam can instant kill them? Because they're so wussy. It's like they were trying to build <laughs> Doberman, but they wound up with a Chihuahua. What about, okay. <laughs> what about the, um, the, um, oh, what is the thing that I'm always surprised is killed by them? Is it one of those green blobby dudes that you can't kill until you get the plasma um, gun? With the uh, gun? So you know when uh, in the wrecked ship, yeah, the little there's the room that's half full of water. Yeah, and the guy oh. just kind of charges at you. I'm pretty sure you can kill him. Oh, with no, you have to charge really? up. Um, you have to charge up for that kind of gun. Right, no, yeah. when you get the plasma gun, you can kill him with a charge, but I think otherwise you either have to use a missile or the grapple beam. You can really kill him with the grappling beam? <laughs> I'm no, pretty I, sure. I think you just bounce off of him with a grapple beam. Go, go, go yeah, John, no, wait, wait, just go hit, walk back and see him. I'm, pretty well, sure. I'm done at Ridley. Because I know so in later like... games, when you kill those guys, they release toxic smoke. I don't think they do that in Super Metroid, but I've never killed one with the grapple beam. Does it release yeah. toxic smoke if you hit him with the grapple beam? Because that would make sense. I don't really like, remember. I just think it was funny, though. And can you... Am I, I imagining not. this? Can you grab items with the grapple yes, beam? Like, if there's a no. missile? Yeah, no, because yeah, no, re- I know you're remembering that wrong, because that's how you grab bad guys. Oh, no. You, you, you can grab you can grab <laughs> missiles and other power-ups with that. And energy yeah. and stuff, really? too. Like, really? Not like a energy tank or something, right? But like if there's a missile that you from a guy you just killed... Yeah, you can grab that oh, yeah. with the grapple beam. Now I kind of do wish that there was an extra button just for the grapple beam. Yeah, they, right. You have to like, so select, 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 select that's all the way over well, the grapple beam. That's the other thing. Is, like, you could the just grapple, grapple out like, and grab items all the time. Right. Like, there's so I many use uses to it, and it's like, it's it takes a lot of finesse, you know, to use it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you don't, um, once you get space jump. You don't need it anymore. What? You, you, you only use it, use it if it's you happen to press select like one, two, few times on the way to the X ray scope. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. X ray scope. Which Ben got I super got it early. I got it. <laughs> Which I'm so surprised about. All right, more, more Meridia. Um, what do we got? So we've gone through the Apparently, mock droids. Like the hardest uh, missile container to get in the game is there, where you have to shine spark like up that room. What does shine spark mean? The, the space. You know when you the, do a speed boost run and you turn when blue, you press right? down and then you press you down jump. and then you jump and you can go up. And if you aim in oh, different okay. directions before you jump, you can actually go in very. You can kind of. Yeah. Okay, that's what they call it, shine spark, huh? Yeah. Is it which? Um, because I think there's a couple missiles. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Where you have to open the gate with the super missile, and then run through yeah. the door, stop yourself before you fall over the cliff because you'll lose your speed if you yeah, do that, yeah. and then run over. The trick to that, and I realized and this actually the, the time before last that I played the game, there's a bush. If you yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, jump from that specific bush that sits in, like, in the foreground in front of you, that's exactly where you need to be to get that. Yeah, it's the second bush that's more prominent on the, the front there. Yeah. I don't know, I and I actually, I did it on my second try this time. It's taken me like a really long time before. This time, I was just like, did it, missed it, did it, got it, boom, done, book it, go <laughs> on. You can take a lot of damage trying to get that one. Yeah, too. they got yeah. rid of damage from Science Sparks in later games, which I think was an improvement. Yeah, that one is really it's annoying. So actually, another note I wrote down as I was playing up. this was that I wish that um, they'd make another uh, 
side-scroller Metroid for a console. Yeah. And not some 3D version of one or half, like a, just like the just like they did with Shadow Complex, well, <laughs> which is not a Metroid game, but it might as well the be. The closest is uh, uh, Zero Mission. You really can't. That's the closest you can get to Super Metroid. But on a full-on console, I like love Fusion, to play. I, I actually Fusion. Really like Fusion too. I, uh, I enjoyed Fusion, but it was also the first one I played after Super Metroid. I'm not sure if I'll appreciate it quite as much anymore. But I don't know. No, it's still good. So the second half of Meridia, it's more interesting. And once you get there, I do enjoy yeah, that portion because yeah. there's just more interesting gameplay. The whole but purple lab area. Yeah, but having to get there is like ugh, that can get really frustrating because if you don't remember the one room. I which I didn't. Just, and there's a couple or, of places or this... where they like they give you false, uh, sort of like a false indicator. Like you get yeah. just after that one that first uh, ceiling grapple hook bit, <coughs> you come in and it looks like you should be going up. But if you go yeah. that way, you just get some missile upgrades. Not to say yeah. that's yes. a bad thing, but this then like I you did. go back and you're like, where did I miss the? Where am I supposed? And it turns out it's that very first room you're supposed to go yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's like the same room that has all this grapple swinging too, right? Where you kind of, oh, if you yeah. fall down, you can t- yeah. attach onto the, the enemy. I hate that room. And then there's oh, a whole gosh. other room underneath that one, which really yeah. doesn't have a purpose yeah. except to just like... Isn't there, there's um, a lot of dead ends in Meridia. <clears throat> if you keep spinny, going from that room, uh, there's the spinny dude. turtle dude. And that's that the one thing really I really... Room, I thought. What do you get on there? I energy forget. tank and uh, missile. Energy tank and missile in the wall. Okay. We all just told Garrett. And then, like, you remember the room? Um, I think it's the room before the spring ball. Yeah, there's the has one the, unique um, the enemy has dude, that, uh, the, the grinder who, like, oh yeah, Meridia really has some really interesting cool flora and fauna Wait, in there. Spring ball? Yeah, you, basically, you it's on the, the spring ball. It's on the very right end of Meridia. There is this one uh, spot. There's a, there's spring ball in Super yeah. Metroid. Wait, there's I thought you had to get the spring ball. You don't have to get the spring ball. Yeah, it's optional. Are you serious? Whoa, 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 It's so whoa. late in the game, how could it be anything quite optional? I don't know that I've ever gotten the spring yeah. ball. Wait a second. Ever. Okay, you know oh, where you come out of the, the super fast tube, right? In Meridia. And the, at the bottom of the super fast tube, you go to the right. You know there's uh-huh. a room where you can swing off a ceiling hook? And then the uh-huh. next room you can... Or you can't swing off any ceiling hook in this room because it's ammo, but it looks like a dead end. That ceiling hook is the kind that crumbles if you hang on to it too long. Oh, yeah. You crumble it... And then you jump through the gap. But you have to do that, like, without, you have to do it if pretty you don't darn have quick. the space jump, then, like, you have to get super it's lucky tricky. like I did. It's stupid. That's not that hard. You just have to, like, oh get gosh. the wall jump exact. So that explains why some more. of the later missile tanks, I ended up having to bomb jump a lot. I'm like, yeah, why yeah. is there so much bomb jumping? I don't because remember You didn't this. get the spring ball. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm wondering if I ever got spring ball playing this You'd game. remember wow. for sure, because there's this dude who has, like, grinders for feet and there's a specific yeah. type of sand block that only his feet can grind through and he does like little, you know, really so he's like a muppet does it change like... when you go into the um, morph ball mode does it change your icon no, no. you no. just press uh, you just you can jump. jump when you press the jump button oh, that's man. all it does Before, I guess like if we're if we're wrapping up on Meridia here can I just Making like nope. uh, maybe I'm doing something wrong but to hell with that quicksand! Like, yeah. oh, seriously. how do you get seriously. out of that? I do diagonal jumps, but jump it doesn't seem to be any more effective. Sometimes it works, but like, sometimes I can just press A and I'm, well, I'm magically out of it. But sometimes, like, I'll just mash it and I'm stuck there and I go deeper and it's garbage. You're not expecting to get out of it and then you get, like, the out of it, but you only go, like, a little ways up. 
more yeah. than usual because you were planning. Yeah, and, and then like, you ah, missed the jump. That was anyway, my chance, and, and I missed again. it. Super frustrating. Yeah. And then when you get sucked into one for the first time, yeah. it's cool. But then when you didn't want to go into it, not cool. Yeah. Not cool at all. Uh, let's talk about the boss for Meridia, which is Dragon. up until Creepy later ass. in my life. No, I did not know. Yeah, super fast way to kill I call him the fetus. <laughs> the swamp fetus. Because uh, as a normal Thanks, boss fight, fighting him, he's, he's pretty yeah. tough. He, it's an interesting fight. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on. Shoot his belly. But cheat mode, which, uh, spoilers if you didn't know this, the little uh, what, the little shooters little on, the wall. on the wall. You break um, it open. Yeah. <laughs> You can you can blast those. My my dog really liked when I did that fight. That's why she's super excited that I'm at this part of the podcast. Um, yeah. So I, it, just a sec here. Eva. No. Yeah. So you blow up the turrets, <laughs> and then they produce little. And you know, just a side note here. Again, the same with the um, the spiky chandeliers in the ghost ship. Why do they have turrets in that particular room? What yeah. It is a defense mechanism. <clears throat> For what? For, what are they defending? For, hey, you know what? It's defending the, the water. Game. Roll with it. For stuff. <laughs> what, guys? Let's just, I want to defend some stuff. Well, you know what, know what it was? Do? Let's add some tubes so that yeah. you can't get there no, unless you got, roll up in a seriously. ball. <laughs> they got to the end of the project and they're like, dude, we are following the plan, but all we have left is these tubes and these turrets. What's it? Well, there's that empty room over there. Let's just put them in there. No one's going to ask. Nobody's going to go in there anyway. It's just an empty room. But the, that fight, you can blow up those turrets, and if you get uh, captured by... What is the boss's the name? Dragon. Dragon. He grabs onto you, his baby fetus style, and he kind of slowly pulls you up towards the turret. You you hit him with the... You shoot your grapple beam into the turret, and you will hurt yourself, but you will electrocute him, and you will kill him. You... It'll take, what, like 10, 15 uh, seconds or something? But, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what I did to kill him. Ben, did you do that? No, or did you, did I, you, I learned you about know? it afterward. Oh, good, because you should oh, beat yeah. it the you hard way. You should beat it the hard way once. once. Yep. And then you can come back and do it like we do and cheat. Yeah, it's not as hard as like fan tune the super missiles. So. Oh, wait, there's a sub-boss, too, isn't there? There's the, the little warming guys. Little yeah. warming guy. He's kind of lame. Yeah, I was he gonna say. Of kind of a, of his hole and I forget his name. Red, you shoot him in the head. Bobby had uh, Leaf Dude, D-O-T- much more interesting. Boom. Yeah. Um, I was any glad to hear that thoughts song on... come back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was really dumb that the little baby dragons looked really adorable, but the freaking boss was hideous and looked like just so <laughs> screwed. That boss was scary, the, man. I'm not sure how the baby ones are cute. They look cute. The, they have like little beady eyes. And then the just, mom comes out and it's like, they're crazy, crazy, like, Cthulhu mouths. You they know, because they're such smaller detail. I think not. if you could actually see the baby ones close up, you would notice that they have equally creepy Cthulhu mouths. And then you would mm-hmm. think they're cute. It's the same sprite. Oh, I think this... It's not the same sprite. It is absolutely not. I think the like head is pulled out a little bit. The head is pulled out a little bit. No, because the like the, are the, freaking, same. the boss has like these bloodshot eyes, and it looks like it has like a skull on its forehead. Yeah, and the babies and... have like nine pixels for their eyes. Eight white pixels so around one black one. On. That's okay. not the same thing at all. Baby... Ben just loves small versions of uh, any. You take any bad guy in a game, make him small. The Resident Evil boss dude in the trench coat. Take a small version of him. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Ben's gonna look that up. Any other final thoughts on bosses and or on Meridia itself before we move on to 
the lower half of Norfair. If you have the gravity suit, <clears throat> there's some spots in Meridia you can actually morph ball around or just go between um, cracks or a platform. So there's a lot of... And you can also use the... Uh, what you call it? You can use the sand traps as warps to different areas if you want to uh, go pretty quickly. Yeah, warps to areas I don't want to go. But you really have to know your way around. That's that. say what Ben just said, where you don't <laughs> want to go. <laughs> or when you're trying to go the other way. All right, lower no fair nor fair. Oh my god! Where Ben probably explored a lot of that before. I'm just about I to get out of here to. actually because I couldn't freaking oh okay. like jump up that area. See, I get to the uh, is it acid or oh is that lava? I mean that giant cavern with the yeah, yeah like hotter yeah. lava. But you know that part actually we're talking about areas where you're not sure about where to go next. I remember that specifically as being an area where I was like, okay, I've killed three bosses. I've got a gravity suit and some other stuff. What now? And then it turns out you're supposed to jump into the acid. Right. Which you've right. been avoiding for the whole rest of the game. So like, why uh-huh. would you jump in now? I have no idea. Yeah, it's like, But it was the only place I hadn't explored yet, so... Yeah, it's like, since when does the yeah. gravity suit protect against lava? <laughs> I know. Well, does it actually... I forget this. Do each suit reduce yeah. damage as well? Yeah. Am I imagining Yeah, that? gravity suit gives you an extra half. On top of the half that Varia already gave you. Right, so maybe that's what they were hoping you would think. Well, maybe I just won't take as much damage. I'll be able to get through fast enough. I don't know, but yeah. Or Norfair. Um, it, well, it brings back some some pretty sweet music, I have to say. Oh my god, that song is incredible. It's very it's my, uh, Carmina Burano. It's my favorite song in the entire game. Is that one there? It's very really. Sad. I should, let's throw that out there. What are your favorite songs, Kevin? What's your favorite song in the game? Um, it's not in Super Metroid. It's the crate theme from the original game. No, no, no. This okay. game. This game. This game. Well, if you make me think Come about it, well, I'll have to think about it. All right. Give me a second. You think about it, Ben. Um, maybe the uh, the last boss music against Mother Brain, like the Super Mother Brain, or well, the sc- the screeching one. Yes, Yee! it's incredible. And, or the uh, Lower Norfair, or the the. Second Meridia song. Or, or, or. Come Shut on, up. you have too many favorites. One. One. The first one's okay, your yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah, okay. From here on that out. That one's really good. So. I like the, uh, I've already said, the one on your way to wreck ship, the, the surface music, the, the march. Actually, All right, Kevin? No, no, no. Um, yeah? I guess if you're going to force me to pick, then I'm going to uh-huh. go with, uh, with Brinstar. When you get in there and it mm. starts warming up, do, 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 do. Very respectful. Yeah. Do, do, do. That's Interesting good. things happening, unlike Meridia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. That's the first note I put down was the music down there. Oh, it was incredible. Sweet, good music. Um, let's see. So, but it's a pretty short zone, right? I mean, there's not. It's not super it. big. Or, it's not a zone, I guess. But yeah, you know. it's just half. Let me ask you this: okay. the first time you came down the elevator, did you go to the left or to the right? I went left. to the left. Good. But you go to the right, you kind of go to like a oh, dead no, no, end. Oh no, no, actually right. did go And then to you the feel right. stupid because you got like, to a dead end. For the rest of my life, I was wondering how I got through that part, or how I was supposed to get through that part. But there's actually a lot of really strong enemies in there. I wrote that down. Like they're each guy you fight is pretty substantial, even with your plasma gun. That's like, why you're supposed the to game up until down. now. Right, but the game up until now has really been like blaster and missile uh, oriented. Yes. Yeah, you can destroy everyone, and you get to those um. The two space pirates that they're only weak after they do their karate kick jump. And they oh yeah, those those the are the, the, the uh, elite guard or something like that. Yeah, the karate kids. <laughs> I, I always think them. of them as like the uh, security guys. In fact, yeah. I think of them as you know, um, 
the the Goldeneye secret base used in Seventy Nine in Goldeneye because <laughs> of mm-hmm. the the hanging TVs above the space pirates in that room are like the hanging yeah. TVs in the bunker. All right. <laughs> so I'm always like, that. these are you know, you just killed Boris Grushenkov or something. Like, yeah. He's just like, he's what? hanging out doing some data hacking, making jokes about naughty bits, and then you came <laughs> and killed him. That's not very Basically. nice. I can get da- I can get down with that. Uh, idea. So you get down Ridley fight. Mm. Um, Ridley fight's my favorite fight. Actually, I don't agree. I found oh, it really I... disappointing. He was really easy. Me too. I always do. I'm like, this is yeah, it's, it's just like, like yeah, it's, it's like a exactly the same already. as the first one, except he can die this time. Like I thought there was gonna be yeah. a second part, and then I was just like, really? Yeah. So, John, tell us more. Why is this your favorite? Well, I, I, I just like the whole um, story and personality be, personality clash between Ridley. Um, it's more of a story thing for me mm. is the reason why I like Well, the, let's the, talk about mm. that because uh, who was it in the forum thread who gave us all this exposition on Ridley that I didn't guy. even know existed? Extra stuff. Mm. Yeah, Pyro guy mentioned yeah. that, and then also I think it was Crystal asked me um, how I felt about like that stuff in terms of canon in the city. So, yeah, like, so wait, can someone explain to me? Ridley was, was a human at some point? No, no Ridley's what? always been like a special super like dragon space pirate and um so he shows up on samus's earliest home colony and kills her parents in front of her uh of course that's the only way to do it yeah you're gonna kill parents if you're gonna kill somebody's parents you got to do the batman method do it right in front of them yeah (laughs) Yeah. um and so she goes on a personal vendetta and gets adopted by the chozo and learns to like you know spin jump and turn herself into a ball I guess. And then when she sees Ray Ridley is part of the Space Pirates, she's like, ah, Super Vendetta mode, and goes and kills him. Well, the way it worked is that uh, Mother Brain was, uh, the Chozo had gotten to a, such a point in the universe where they weren't able to reproduce, so they created Mother Brain to kind of carry on their mission and their, and, and their technology. So what happened was is that Mother Brain, being logical as a computer, that's all computers is like GLaDOS and Hal yeah. uh, always thinks, hey, <laughs> we should do the best thing for the universe and get rid of the Chozo and start like clear everything out, start everything from anew, and the space pirates are moldable enough to do my will and do what I want. So from there, what happened was, um, I think there was only two, uh, two elder birds. I think it was like Gray Bird and uh, Old Bird. And what happened... And Big Bird? <laughs> and so they, they were the two Chozo uh, leaders, and uh, Samus's suit was actually created by Mother Brain from old Chozo technology with modern technology for... Um, yeah, was this like yeah, a comic or something? This, this, it's this, like this, Metroid yeah, this is based off of the Japanese comics. Yeah. Um, that's part of canon. And so what happened was they take her suit... Um, and it's supposed to be part of Mother Brain's plan to become part of her um, her cleansing of the universe, but she doesn't feel that way. And then all of a sudden, Ridley is there, and she doesn't see eye to eye. And then Greybird sounds all like Halo. And then what, yeah, what happens in the end? Greybird um, turns back uh, from siding with the pirates uh, over to helping Samus, and that's kind of how the initial conflict started. So. Huh. Wow. Okay. So it's more about what the fight represents. Yeah. The The fight doesn't reap any rewards other than your princess is in another castle. I, I, I actually and, and did she... like that part. I mean, it was a little disappointing because like, I, I wanted something cool. Yeah, another suit. It was just sort of like foreshadowing. 
Yeah. Well, sort so, of like Kevin, what were you going to say? Snack I, I, you know, I like the Ridley fight, but it's also, I find it kind of hectic. I really don't feel like I can dodge his attacks as easily. Yeah, I agree. So, like, I feel the least, like, my skill yeah. comes into play and more really my feel ability like to collect items. But I like that yeah. because it's proof positive that Ridley really is the tough guy he's made out to be, you know? Yeah. He's the one who yeah. really gets to you and wallops you, and then, uh, but then you beat him in the end. Um, my favorite part is if you beat him, if you're, like, just about to beat him and he grabs you, then he won't damage you. He'll float down to the stage and explode while still... Yeah, that's down. what he did to me. Yeah. Which I think is pretty epic. <laughs> that's a good it, way it's, to go It's out. the whole uh, premise to Other M if you play that game. It's not the whole I kind of want no. to now. Spoiler I mean, alert. I, I do, no. honestly. No. I, I'm gonna. But... Garbage. Yeah, you should want it's garbage. Anyway. I'm only saying that because I before... spent 60 bucks on it and I think you should share my game. <laughs> <laughs> right, before we, uh, I guess, escape once, from uh, Lower North right here, I want to go back to uh, the Golden Torizo. And how freaking cool it was that, like, when you shot super missiles at that jerk, he just grabbed him and threw <laughs> him back like, at no, you. He's like, no, I don't think so, buddy. Yeah. I didn't know, like, what I was supposed to do at first. And Who said that? Someone said that in the forum there, too. I think it was Aqua. So it's like, that's such a cool... Because usually, up until now, you're just, like, what, yeah. spamming him with them? Yeah. In, Every boss. In, I guess, really, starting with yeah, uh, Fantoon, because I didn't know about this. Like, they start punishing you for using those. And, like, punishing you for relying on them, I guess. You think yeah? You think you can you know just barge your way through super missiles? Yeah. I, I don't think so. That I that's really cool that they force you. I get well. I mean, they try to force you into like different modes of approach. Actually, what's funny is you try the regular missile, he'll just dodge that. So yeah. You really have just to side uh, use your charge it. beam. I'm sorry, I was looking at the form thread. I was looking at a Lobo's uh, art that he did. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be the album art. Right? What looks like the art that like. I would have done when uh, I no not when I first played. I played actually much later after it came out when like it was yeah. in the bargain bin. And I, I like how everything um, in that picture is like super like first grade drawing until you see Ridley, who he obviously like <laughs> traced from Nintendo Power or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. good job, Lobo. Um, oh, Butsukoi said something that I wanted to agree with because I was like, yeah, buddy, on my side here. I think it was just Hamria, both good and bad, but. Um, says, let me ask you, did you guys figure out how to get into Meridia through Brinstar or on your own when you first played this game? Okay, yes, we yeah. definitely answered that. Are we, speaking those. of Norfair, oh, I wanted to mention this. Uh, my second run, the one I did yesterday, um, I figured that as I was playing, I realized I could get the wave beam early. So I did, using a wall jumping action. And then I realized... Where is wave beam? The gate. I always remember Spaz. It's, uh, it's to the right of the, the bubble room. <laughs> to the right of the yeah. bubble room, just before you oh, go up to get right, the speed right. booster, you get the wave beam early. You can go down and go through the gates, the one-way gates with the blue lights on them. You can shoot those lights through the gates and get down. So I went down, yeah. got the um, oh went wave is get. what does that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, wave beam is great, man. If it only and then, I uh, thought it was plasma. Missiles. Here's the thing: <laughs> is I get down there, I fall down that big chasm. And I'm like, I'm going to get the grapple beam early. This is great. I suddenly realize I need a power bomb to clear <laughs> out all the debris before I can do the speed boost. I don't have a power bomb. So I have to, first I have to uh, wall jump all the way back up this long chasm room to get to the room. Because there is a power bomb up there, but it's past a grappleable um, one of those ripper dudes. Yeah. So I spent half an hour trying to shine spark. Um, 
out of the Crocomire's room, which you can't do directly. You have to jump over the axis at the end of the room and go through the door and then shine spark across the chasm to get to the room with the power bomb. And so that's why it took me two hours on this 100% speed run that I did yesterday is because I spent a huge chunk of time. It might not have been half an hour. It was like 15 minutes. But it was a lot of time and I didn't save before I did it. So... Wow. I figure if I can do that in one or two tries, or like one or two tries after saving, maybe I can probably get this game under two hours. Wow. And I and it just wow. that was the moment where it finally, I really feel like I've clicked into this like Super Metroid speed run speed run memorization <laughs> whole bit challenge dude wow. mindset. Of I'm course. done. I'm converted. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm over should, the edge. People. We should. Oh, this is what it man, looks like. I thought like. of a contest, uh -oh. Ben. Fastest speedrun time. Speedrun contest. There are a lot of people. Yeah, the why not? In, the, in this game club. I know, but that's why yeah. it would be really interesting because it would just be our community. So you're not the competing with. And John's not allowed in. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. John doesn't sound like he has the fastest out no, there. No, I'm not the fastest out there, but uh, I. He's got it like I, an I hour like, and a half. I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley and a copy of Super Metroid. Well, yeah, like, what are the parameters? Would it be 100 percent, or would it be fastest overall? I don't know. I just thought of it right now. Because I know, like, um, that's a good point. If, Logan, he just like going straight through without yeah. any percentage. He just he grabs the ice beam and leaves. Is what he, does. <laughs> he just mock balls he goes and straight leaves, to the, like, the mother brain. We don't need like, no right. speed booster. Yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it as I we go on here because we actually we're in yeah. overtime now. Yeah, I just want to topic. So let's move on. Um, what I wanted to touch on. Before we talk about the end of the game and wrap up our thoughts is um, Game Club, some of the things we like to do with it are this, you know, this academic look at it. But the fact that anyone has decided to look at Game Club and change their mind about a game, good or bad, or actually decides to participate despite not wanting to at first, P.K. Jovis, that's who we're calling <laughs> out right now, who wrote a really great long post about how wasn't going to play it, but I listened to how you guys describe it, and it really sounded like something that I wanted to try. And if anything, that's, I hope, the sentiment yeah. people take into future game clubs is, I don't know that I'm going to like or dislike this game, but I'm going to give it a try on yeah, and just push through. Because even then, like, I'm a, I'm proud that I've played through 98% of Shadow <laughs> of the Colossus. <laughs> I, it's not the kind of game I would go back and play, but I'm glad I can now have that as something I can speak to with some authority to other people. Um, and that's really one of our bigger goals, as always. So, wanted to touch on that, but let's let's get into the end of the game here. I actually kind of stopped taking notes after Lower Norfolk, because well, it just kind of wraps up really quickly. Once you get into Turian, but... it just washes over you. I mean, first you run into real Metroids, not oh, Mock Oh, my God. Yeah, real, real Metroids, Metroids the, look quite a bit different only... when you're used yes. to, like, Metroids from the original Metroid. Yeah. The new kind are bigger and scarier, and they come out of the background at you, which... <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, then, I was you know, not expecting that at all. And is the only way to kill them with like 80 power bombs? No, you can freeze them no, and then no, just no, shoot them with missiles. Oh, can you? No, you, you, you use uh, three power bombs and you, or you freeze them and you use five regular missiles or one super missile. Oh, jeez. Yep. I didn't know about the missiles. That's how I, okay, missiles. what if you get captured by one? What is the best way to get out? Because my Stop, method... Drop and roll. Push all the buttons and go like this really no, fast you, and then you, somehow you fall out. You want to morph them and use three power is the first rule. Alright, go ahead and get them. Yeah, no, sorry. You you go into Morph Ball and you bomb them off you. Yeah. Really? That did not work for me. Power bombing off you. Well, you kind of set a lot of bombs, man. And they okay. come back on you really quickly. They were easier to disengage in the original. Because so you only Metroid, had bombs. Was it Game Boy Metroid? Metroid 2? 
where they evolve. I, yeah, they evolve in that one. Yeah. I always thought that My was actually a cool that. thing they should have brought back because that, that one back had in Superman, uh, Fusion. Fusion has no Mega Metroid that you fight. Yeah, because they just they were they were their own, and that was the game. They were the bosses. Them evolving, and like if you didn't, if just so if I remember here, if like you didn't get to one soon enough, it would evolve into the next form, right? I couldn't tell you. I, I never actually finished. I think that, that was something they did. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. that sounds familiar. Um, so I wrote down one of my very few notes was what's up with the music in Torian? Like up until now, this whole game has had some music going I've... on with it, and there's just kind of noise. Oh no, there there's music. Is like it's like. Dun dun dun. It's it's really really basic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. And I thought the lead up to it was kind of dull, other than when you go to the room with the statues, right? And they uh, they all blow all the up. And yeah, we're the no no we're the um uh like to open oh, up the yeah, entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're the bosses, and you oh, kind of get. Yeah. And, like, as a kid, I would return there every time. You know, when you killed one more boss, go back to that room, even though it was dumb to do. Yeah, and to see the little spirit or whatever it was go away, and then you go down. And then, you know, the more or less the lead-up is just kind of, mm, all right. The Metroids are definitely tough, yeah. and they're scary, but they're not, you know, you're progressing. But they're, was it supposed to be, because this is something I forget from when the game version came out, oh, God, the Metroids are free? Was that the reaction you were supposed to have then? Or was it just... Or like the Metroids, oh, Metroids. are alive again kind of thing. Yeah. And Metroids are back, yeah. That, yeah, so that was... Okay, so it wasn't so much that, oh, they're kind of tough enemies. It's, oh no, what's well, doomed for the universe again. But then when you get into the um, the actual guys right before the baby Metroid, I never noticed this before, but it's those uh, little jumpy leaper dudes, you know? The hobby dudes with the legs. Yeah, yeah the, the big legs. Like Meta Knight? Right, and so... <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, not really. No, the ones they on the ground. The ones on oh, the ground. Okay. Yeah. The, so they take like three super missiles, I think, to kill one of those things. So that's at least what I wrote they're down. They're tough. They, they're yeah. tough, right? I never I noticed that. Right, right. I never noticed that like they're trying to shoot you. These guys are incredibly strong. Watch Super Baby Metroid swoop in and suck all oh, the energy yeah. out of it. And I'm like, oh, crap. I never noticed that the first time playing. That moment, like, good lord. That that was my Crocomire bursting through as a skeleton. So was that a uh, set. so had that been spoiled for you, Ben? Did you know any of that stuff? I I didn't know that the giant Metroid was going to be the baby Metroid. Oh, I, mean, I, I knew that I That's fun. like I knew that the baby Metroid was coming back at the end for something. Like right. I think I saw Logan played at the con. I just like forgot about. But it didn't know that he was going to come suck your blood. Yeah, like just when he like just jumped on me, and I was like, this so what is did bad. you think? Like, I thought I thought at that point. I thought at that point the baby Metroid was going to come save me from this giant one, but then it stopped at the very oh, end. Oh, you so like, you thought baby Metroid wasn't here yet, and this yeah. is like some other big brother what, what's one. What's going on? Yeah. Why am I dying? Yeah. That's interesting. Yikes. So when he was sucking your energy, did you think he was going to kill you? Yeah, I did. Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. So then when he left, what did you assume? Because you thought he was some other oh, no. badass Metroid? Once, or did once you he learn? stopped and, like, followed you around, around, and then I shot him and felt bad, I realized that it was <laughs> the baby Metroid. <laughs> Get away! It wasn't like some dog you're trying itself, to let but go it was the of. Feeling bad afterwards. Yeah, because like he so just weird. makes a cute little squee noise and really? flies away, and he never comes back. Actually, funny enough, I just got a Turian, and I'm gonna be blasting my Metroids. 
<laughs> Jesus, John. All right. It's just too perfect. We should have had him doing this. Don't forget to this. turn your freeze beam back on. Yep, I just, I yeah. actually just did that. So. <laughs> yeah, that could be dangerous. So actually, um, so then, what's interesting is I love playing with uh, turning on and off the suits in Turian. It's so much fun. Like you, like for example, really? when the, um, when the bit of Amy Metroid comes to suck the life out of you, uh, you can actually uh, have it done quicker. If you um, <laughs> if you turn off yeah the if you suits. turn turn off the suits and then uh, take four you're... times as much damage exactly and actually there's a trick take off your shirt. if you have it timed just right you can um, have like when the when the baby Metroid's uh, protecting you and giving you energy back uh, right before that you can you can trick Mother Brain by uh, switching on and off your like if you had like a four or five uh, I think it's like around four tanks. And you switch your suits off at a certain time. Uh, you're not forced to kneel down. You're still standing up, but she's still going to give you the final blow. Like she does this, like purple snort or whatever, and yeah. um, she's going to give you the final Rainbow blow. Beam. Yeah, Rainbow beam. and uh, that's when the Metroid's supposed to swoop in. But if, if if you aren't standing there and you kind of do a, a screw attack, and you're still kind of you're supposed to still be in the standing position, but you're supposed to be kneeling down. You can actually glitch out the system, but it still it still keeps going. And you can you can um, when the baby Metroid comes back down to put the uh, energy back into you, into you, you can literally screw attack jump around the screen while the mother brain's trying to kill the Metroid. <laughs> it's really funny, but you got to mess around with the suits at a certain time, like uh, gravity it's and really yeah. yeah, it's it's oh. really interesting. Or like you pump that's cool. You pump in a, like getting space and plasma at the same time. Exactly. Split second. No, no, this, 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 is not, this is not a hack. This is totally feasible within the game. Uh, can you get Spacer kind of and Plasma at the same time without a hack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. no, it's possible. It's just really difficult. Glitch the game, like, immutable, blues from the death. Yeah. Um, ben was saying that uh, he likes the Krokemeyer-esque moment of the baby Metroid showing up. My favorite moment behind Krokemeyer is when you kill Mother Brain, knock her out of the jar, and she falls to the ground, and you're expecting, like, all right, well, you know, same as the first game, right? I won the game. No. sweet music. Yeah, the sweet music for sure. I wasn't surprised by that at all. I mean. Yeah, it was too easy, right? I was surprised at the right term. Just amazed is more like it. You know, just astounded that, oh, she's a super dinosaur with bubble beams and flaming breath and stuff now. Yeah, although like, the little part getting up to her where you have to shoot through the... What are those supposed to be? Yeah, the stupid walls. They're actually biological they're walls. They're like... Right, because if you don't... They'll grow back, right? Like, if you don't yeah. kill them all the way? I did yeah. not have enough missiles to get through that. I had to go back and refill. Like, I had oh, that no. few missiles. And then I get to her, I'm like, crap. I'm gonna have to start using charge beam to kill her. I'm that lame. But uh, that fight, especially as a kid... Just it's so it's like the one of almost the first versions of a game where I feel like it was like a cinematic ending, you know? Yeah. Where the things that are happening aren't just you fighting a Zelda boss and winning and text going by, like it almost even though it wasn't a cutscene, but it has the same feeling. Yeah, there's scripted things happening. Yeah, that was that was amazing and the end fight and then so Ben, yes, did you know you knew Baby Metroid was showing up. Did you know that it was during the Mother Brain fight though? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, that's and too bad. I did I didn't know it was to like like block shots and stuff like that because like when when the baby metro first swoops in to like take that second beam and like mother brain just goes gray i thought that was it i thought it was over 
And it was great. And I was like, yay, happy ending. I'm going to ride how am I gonna, how am I gonna, in space. <laughs> how am I going to fit him in my <laughs> ship? He's yeah. so big. He'll just fly around with me. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be a of Ben's baby Metro. <laughs> New comic coming to you. <laughs> but no, like, but then, like, once Mother Brain comes back and uh, the baby Metroid starts charging you up because you're dying. And, like, it got to the point where my health was full. So I was like, all right, baby Metroid, good job. You Get can out, go away buddy. now. Go. But he just stays there and just takes the shots. I'm like, no, I can do this. I'm good. I don't need you, man. No, run away. He's all changing and then color. He just didn't. Like, to he like just didn't run away. He just gets purple, purple and then he dies and then I cry. And then, then cry, the really sparklies sad, land on you. The sparklies, yeah. and then you get the hyper beam. Yeah, and then hyper you just like a one. Sh- I love how you shoot her with the hyper beam. Boom! Neck oh. knocked back. Yeah, like, it just jerks like, back. Just visceral it, reaction. It's like you're Mike Tyson, and Mother Brain is Little Matt, and you're just throwing dynamite. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Actually, with that so glitch, with that glitch, what you can do is you can um, you can shoot Mother Brain while you're jumping around in the Metroid. You can shoot Mother Brain up to the point where. <laughs> She's just red as red can be, and you still haven't gotten the hyper beam yet. And then when the Metroid dies, you just shoot her once and she dies. So you uh, uh-huh. at, at the point when she oh. raises back up, you can actually still shoot her, but there's there's a block where you can't yeah, kill you her. Yeah, just can kill her. Yeah. <laughs> but then That's you awesome. get the hyper beam one hit. So yeah. you get the sweet hi- hyper beam. You 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 get the nice visceral reaction from it. You kill her, and then uh oh, got um, time to get minutes. out. No, three, yeah, three minutes. minutes. Yeah, three minutes. And that is a it's pretty crazy. good task for three minutes. Like even like a seasoned player, I I didn't remember the exact path back. Mm-hmm. You don't know the exact path back. You're finishing that with like fifteen or twenty seconds left. Yeah, I, had, I yeah. think I had thirty seconds. Yeah, and that's that's kind of pretty close for and a whole planet. Not to mention, I mean, you, you know, you just run out on the levels, and that's one thing. Did you well, remember to rescue the little? I, okay, so I See, remembered I, them being there. I, I didn't remember where. Oh yeah, they're in the in the bomb room with the oh. troops up there. Oh no! Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, yeah. I know you're there, little buddies, but yeah, then I like, think I don't bring him with me in the ship. But you're supposed I? to save him. It's part of the Metroid fusion story. Right, but the planet's gonna you blow get, up. Like, one little pixel flies off from the planet just as They're like in a little capsule. The, the, they start a band <laughs> yeah. somewhere over in Tatooine together. Mother yeah, Brain, you should I actually, <laughs> actually, I didn't save them on I, my first run because I was worried that I was almost at three hours and I wanted to get the under three hour ending. What is the under three hour ending? The no helmet? No, no, uh, no, no, not no. just no helmet. No nothing. Justin oh, Bailey. No nothing. She takes, Justin she Bailey. like undoes her ponytail and shakes out the hair, and then she's like, "You did it, sailor!" And jumps Good up job, and shoots buddy. You. Which is sort of a. I still don't understand that, right? Like, it's sort of a. You know, she's a girl already, right? Well, well you do now. Well, no, you knew in the first. But you one, knew from so. the beginning. No, because you didn't in know the in the first. You one. see her face. They yeah. actually they referred to Samus Aaron as he and him with male pronouns all the way through the insert, and then at the very back, it's like, "Who is this mysterious space warrior?" Nobody really knows, and so that's yeah. why, like, for all these gamers, they just they get to the end and it's like, "Oh, it's a girl." Oh wait, that means I'm a girl. Oh, oh no. I do. That's one thing I like about Other M is that she has a suit that she wears as opposed to just underwear. I don't feel that's appropriate. What's what, going on there, well, John? That's the Did zero. Oh, I'm fighting Mother Brain. Sorry. The, uh, the zero suit is she wears that in Zero Mission. That's why it's called the Zero Suit. Zero yeah. Mission. Wow. Right. She's not wearing yeah. it under. That's my point. I feel Double Rainbow Beam all the way. Ah. 
So you escaped from the planet. Let's let's make sure we hit the thread and answer some of these questions that people had, and we'll wrap up some final thoughts here since we are we're going to overtime. Oh, while we, while you're looking for questions, I just want to mm-hmm. point out how cool I thought it was that like you essentially escape escape out through the planet in the same way you escape the first game. Just like you just get there a different well, way. Or the same path. Yeah, yeah, the same little path mm-hmm. with like the little purple platforms. Yep. I thought it was cool that it led you back to that point. That is definitely yeah, nice, that, nice like that one last throwback. Just to yeah. remind you. I think it kind of sucks that not just the base, but the entire planet itself is wired to blow. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. this is no, not many people agree with me about this theory, by which I mean nobody. But it, it, it is her adoptive homeworld, right? We know that now because of the extent of the series and the oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. they made, right? And on top of that, we know that just before Super Metroid, she's just done the Prime series. She's done that whole bit with Phazon. She got infected. She had, like, a doppelganger running around. She's, like, there's a lot of stress for any bounty hunter. Oh, psychological though, damage. Yeah, and so then... Now I gotta blow my home up. I had this theory coming out of uh, Super Metroid and a little bit from Fusion that she's gone a little bit, you know, wacko, a little crazy in the membrane there. Well, insane that they all fighting oh, with wow. stuff. No, and that's I why think... she's not a huge fan with the the Federation spawning Metroids. Because she's a little crazy. Because she's go- starting to go a little bit, you know, xenocidal here. And she's so now, by other herself. M comes out, right? And without giving too much away, a lot of things in other M just do not make sense, right? I think other M is actually partly true, but partly. Her memory just oh, playing crazy uh, tricks on her. Are, are you doing this? Going, oh, you're, you're not, pulling this you're, one, you're Kevin? Gonna really? Bull, you're going to put Mother M <laughs> in our sacred Super Metroid talk here. Because, I absolutely uh, am, because I think I had this theory before it came out, and then it came out and it validated my theory. It, Samus it validates Aaron his theory. is a nut bar. And, and it it's makes the Federation's game... fault, and it's the Space Pirate's fault for blowing up her planet and letting Phazon get in. Like, they basically cause invasive surgery and attach the Phazon enhancement kit to her suit while she's in a cold... Like Wolverine. Like, you know, she's just, she's been failed by every aspect of the system in every way, shape, and form, and now she's nuts. And the Federation is the one like they created a monster. I like your, the planets connected to the boss stores. Yeah. yeah, that would have been an epic final word. We're going to keep going. <laughs> we have questions. <laughs> And that's the final word. For Fan Gamer, I'm Kevin Williams. Go. <laughs> he throws his mic down and walks out of the room. Okay, one uh, last thing before questions. No, I'm just How my cool was that explosion animation when Zebus actually blows up? That was so neat. Was it? That is a pretty cool a power bomb. It's actually very reminiscent of um, the Aliens uh, explosion uh, from the, or oh, the, the very yeah. end of the uh, movie, The Aliens. Or Aliens. Yeah. You should check it out. When the base, the space hmm. station explodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. First question for post-game here. Aquas asks, um, you can see the narrative get larger and larger with the DS Castlevania games. How do you guys feel about the amount of dialogue in those games anyway? I think the comparison should be made since Super Metroid spawned Metroidvania and all, perhaps a topic for the next podcast. So Ben, you were saying kind of originally not a lot of dialogue. I think we yeah. all were saying that it helps add to the, um, it's just the mission. That's it. The whole game is go down there, do this one thing. So there's not a lot of story to be told, but it's being told through the background, sort of. Um, but anyway, our thoughts on how do you feel about the amount of dialogue in the the, the games that came after? Yes, the Me- the Metroid um, games or the I, Castlevania or the Metroidvania games. 
Just in general, Metroidvania. I think, I think it's in general, asking. yeah. Just because, I mean, this just started that whole slew of games. They're just never strong enough stories to really be worth all that effort, yeah. if you ask me. I disagree. Have you ever played uh, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow for yeah. the Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. You didn't think there was it was strong That's enough? That's the one where the the best sword does the big, like, Is it the one where the guy looks like a, a hipster of Sephiroth? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I have played that you, you one. Blind Sephiroth isn't already I've played I all I really the Game like Boy ones story. up until really um, where it's two of you. It's like you and a girl are the, the, oh, the main Portrait character. Oh, Portrait of Ruin? That's as far as I got playing all the way through them. Yeah, Portrait of Ruin. I mean, I still enjoy those games. I just feel like the story is just, eh. It's the Metroidvania I come for, not your story. Just the same thing with Dynasty Warriors. It's the hack and slash that I want <laughs> and not the die tribe. Kevin? I think we as gamers, um, especially you know our generation, you are grown up on Nintendo. Maybe you got some Atari in there. Uh, even early Super Nintendo games are a lot more used to filling in the gaps ourselves. So, yeah. like you know, imagination, uh, just picking up details from the scenery, stuff like that. And so, I feel that there's a lot more that can go wrong if you use text. If you write bad dialogue, or you just have poor scenario skills, or whatever, you would have been then, better without. You can screw it up. Now, that said, yeah. I think if you do text right, um, there's plenty of examples. I won't go into, like, right off the list. But, like, right. take, you know, Metroid Fusion. I think the writing is pretty good in that game. And then, it like, is, compare yeah. that to Other M, the writing's not as good. Mm. And the scenario's terrible. Well, I'll just say, so, uh, Fusion's definitely better than Other M, but... Yeah. yeah but, like, not, you know what I mean? You know, when there's text, you're not really leaving those gaps, those little, you know, moments that the player themselves can fill in and extrapolate on. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. we should do this real quick and clear up, because people who maybe come listen to this are going to be like, why are they hating on Mother M? I love that game. Personally, I felt that they took away the ability of what made the game fun. It's on rails. I love the exploration mm. aspect. I love the... Like he's saying, like Kevin just said, I love the filling in the gaps myself. I don't need that much exposition uh, and I sure don't need some idiot CO telling me I can't use my various suit until he unlocks it. Oh, yeah. I'm what? in a fire zone. What? Let me use my damn heat shield. Uh, respect, man. That's respect my respect your superiors. Yeah. It's it's a plot point in the game. It's how they, you know, you know how you show up in Super Metroid on Zeebs and you don't have any powers? Mm-hmm. Even though in the last game you might yeah. have picked up a bunch of energy tanks and stuff? They yeah. hand wave that in Other M by saying that um, you have a commanding officer from the Federation. And he says you're not allowed to use the stuff until he says so. You're not allowed to be badass what? right now. You can only be a little bit. That's how they explain it away. That's how this doesn't make like, any sense. You can't use your right. powers until he lets you unlock them. Gosh, okay. That's all the hate. And that's one, that's what yeah, I, mean I, by, like, I don't want to get any more hates. Yeah, that's just a yeah, moving on. Okay, another question. Uh, Crystal's got some. Uh, any speedrun tips for Fantoon? I think, John, you gave us some of those when we were talking about Fantoon. What is Definitely your, not Super Missile. What is your met- method of killing Dragon? We already talked mm-hmm. about that one. Do you save the Eticons at the end of the game? Oh, yeah. We just yep. said, if to, we, we remember just... where they are, I didn't. Ben didn't. <laughs> Kevin, did you go? And if we have time. I saved them on the second run. Okay. On the first run, I John, get the three-hour Do you let them live or do you let them die? Which one? The little creatures that you can rescue at the very end of the game. And and it's canologically the... supposed to occur. So you were you were <laughs> so John you were supposed to let it. them live. Yes. Oh, Isn't that the next really question, fun. Garrett? 
in the uh, very next I don't question, think that I'm a familiar with the comic, but do you consider the Metroid manga as canon? Well, I think John answered this. I never yeah, read I, him. Well, I, I want to talk with Tim for a second. Um, I'll just be quick as an award. Yeah, yeah, go here. ahead. But, um, you know, I'm thinking about um, the two canon systems that I like to compare things to are the Star Trek system, where it's just the TV show, just the movies, and then, like, the stuff that they officially collaborated on. So it's a very delineated, clear canon, and then anything extra, like books or comic books, don't count. Okay. And then there's the Star Wars system, where the movies are the main, <laughs> and then they have, like, levels going down. Look it up on Wikipedia sometime. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I feel that uh, video games, and especially games with long series histories like Metroid, uh, Star Fox is starting to get into that category, uh, Mario games and Zelda games, obviously, where there's a lot of different media, there's a lot of different stuff, and um, there's also an added bonus, of because a lot of stuff's coming in from Japan, and gets, you know, translated and mistranslated sometimes and handled. There's really, it's a lot more difficult to get a handle on specifically where the canon starts and stops. And I personally like to go by just what's within the scope of the game, you know, and then like stuff like manga and then like, like John's got the player's guide. Does the player's guide have any extra information that isn't necessarily in the game? Mm -hmm. But then they just add on because I know other Some players that do, do that all the time. Well, there is okay. Yeah. There, there is the old comic, but that that's they don't even tell the story synonymous, synonymously with what the game like, does. But is but that the exactly. Nintendo Power? That's the Nintendo comic Power or? one where it has okay. Houston, the blue, the blue various suit guys. Looks like a beefed up Conan O'Brien and a and a blue power suit. <laughs> um, but no, the reason why I, I go by the mangas because. They are later supported by other parts of other M and other and other games based off the backstory. And the backstory, it's it, it's supported through the games and what it does. It just connects the dots a little bit more. So, it's I consider it I consider it another form of just taking the little bits and pieces of where where it's talked about in the games and putting it together in a coherent story. So I enjoy those things. Like I think yeah. I just I showed John this like uh, Portal Two one that I was just that somebody shared to me that like it yeah. takes place but, in between the games. It's a comic. I like that. But kind see of that stuff. you know because it shows up on the official website. It's yeah, Valve is like we, right, we right. did this. People, they're like this officially ties in. You know, so my hard and fast rule personally, in general, is I just go by what's in the games, and then stuff that's on the outside. It's good for background. Uh, it can help, you know, color and temper my opinion of um, what I'm seeing in the games. But hard and fast evidence, you know, put it on Wikipedia. It's an official source. It's got to be in the game. That's, <laughs> that's right. how I go. And that's a general rule. I'm willing there to be flexible. Let's you know? see. Any other questions here? I take it a little seriously. Only a little. Mm, I think we already got that one. The crystal. Same. Wait, why wouldn't Metroid 2... Have, oh, they're talking about the chronology, oh, which happens in which... Here, I'll read this off for people who are curious. So, according... This is what the Metroid timeline is. So, you got the NES one, or the Zero Mission remake, Metroid Prime. Yes. Then Hunters. Which one's Hunters? Hunters is for the, multiplayer? the DS one. The yeah. DS one. Okay. Echoes, Corruption, Return of Samus, which is the second one. Okay. Yeah. Super Metroid and then Fusion. Where does the other M? After Fusion. The, if you no, after Super. I thought it was after Super. Between oh, Super. Never mind. No, 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 no. 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 We're not arguing this. I don't care. It's very, well, it's very, fine. It's very yeah, 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 yeah. We're not. 
Okay, let me ask you this thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Fusion is is after other M. I apologize. Sorry. Let me ask you this then. Uh, where does Metroid Prime Pinball fit into the chronology? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got the two mixed up because I keep I keep thinking of the nightmare from other M also in Fusion. Sorry about that. Because the reason why is because Metroid Fusion is actually technically called Metroid 4, so I get that mixed up sometimes. Oh, okay. Another good question from that awkward guy. Also a fun foreign name. First off, what is your favorite item in the game? John. Super missile. Ooh, interesting. Kevin? Mm, ask Ben. I don't know either. Ben, what do you have one yet? I don't know. Speed booster. Speed. Oh, yeah, that's what awkward guy I went with. Kevin, you got some? I see. There's just, Last I have... week I said I hated the high jump boots, which is still true. Yeah. Um, favorite yeah. I can say various suit because he gets some sweet shoulder pads. Let's say <laughs> I do like the I like the like the look of the gravity suit a lot. I've I've sort of an old school um, appreciation for the X-ray. Let's go with X-ray scope. I guess that. Yeah. Oh, 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 I take that back. Favoritism. I like it. Is it is a pretty cool item. I've never it's also like that. a <laughs> it's a real burden though. Like because if you once you get it and like yeah. if you're not sure. Well, it's, it's like any kind of you know super hint bonus yeah. item. Yeah, you got to use the it all the time. First time through the game, it's useful. And then on my second run yesterday, I didn't get it until after I got the space jump, so that I didn't have to even deal with the passage leading up to it. You know? <laughs> right. It was just I was just like I don't need this. I know where the holes right. are. Yeah, it's do, like do I won't know. need so, it again, but I really appreciated it this time. Gosh, but okay. how many games do you know that include an item like that that is helpful on your very first time through the game and then never again? Do you know, do you know yeah, there, there's a, it felt like a old fashioned old school, and say, it makes John? such perfect sense in the metric universe. Mm-hmm. Go on, John. There's a part in. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, there's actually a part in uh, Norfair where the X-ray scope does not uh, work. You know that? Really? Is it the part yeah. where you're trying to walk through the wall? Because uh, that got me like a million times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yep. it, it's yeah. A- when you're coming out of Lower Norfair and there's that wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Go for it, John. I was gonna say, uh, for me, I think it's the one thing that's always super rewarding is the energy tanks. Every time I get energy tank, I'm I'm happy about that. Like it's especially when you accidentally find one, which I think is that the follow-up question, what's your favorite hiding spot for an item? Um and for me, I think I, I put it out on Twitter with the tag. It's one where like there's like an energy tank like in the ceiling. Oh. I was like, why would you put an energy tank there? <laughs> yeah. And I think someone yeah. actually responded back and said, "Dude, that's where Spider-Man keeps his energy tank." <laughs> Do you know it's also a throwback? There was yeah. an energy tank in the ceiling in the original. Oh, game. really? Is that what? Okay. Which well, not only funny. could you not reach until you had high jump boots, but you couldn't find it until you got the long beam. Oh, right. Because in the original effort, you had a short one. beam until you extended it. What a stupid idea. <laughs> long a beam. Stupid power up. Worst power up uh, ever. Ben, up oh, so your x ray. Okay, we all have our favorite power ups. Uh, hiding spots. Do you guys have any memorable ones that were. The, the one you have to shine spark in Meridia that we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah, it was really fun. Ooh. I mean, it was irritating, okay. but it was really fun. Kevin, tell me yours is not that one. I, no, it's not. It's um, it's in Brinstar. Uh, it's actually an energy tank that's just sort of out in the open, you know. So you just walk up and oh, pitfall! Oh, oh yeah. That's where you get caught in the whole like wall jumping. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a that's right. One that's too. my favorite hiding spot. Yeah, I, but you learn it once, right? You remember? Yeah. Okay, oh yeah. But that first time, there. 
even that if very you, first time you like even if you learn it, again. like you can still get caught because like the ceiling's really oh, yeah. low. It's so I went through that part like, like eight times. But do you remember to save? That part also it. was no. back to the original metric. Yeah. Wall, uh, John, favorite hiding spot? Do you, do you have one? Oh. They're all so prevalent. Underneath um, Mother Brain's old tank. Oh, that's a good that's one, a too. Good spot. That's yeah, a good spot. It's like that they have one. a spot like that. Is that one? In zero mission. Or it's, um, what is it? It's one where it's behind another power-up. Like, you actually have a... Oh, yeah, oh. like he's a super bomb yeah. or something to get it to open up. Yeah, there's or... a couple like that. Yeah, like in, um, there's in a... Brinstar in the speed booster room. What you say, John? Yeah. Which one? Who's that one? Okay. <laughs> um, the one behind the speed booster? Do yeah. I just keep walking on your lines, John? I think you are. I think you are, Kevin. If, if John's got it's something. It's okay. I'm, 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 I've, I've gotten used we'll to it. We'll give John a final word this week. I've gotten used to it today, week. so I'm good. Continue. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we're actually wrapping up here. We've gone much longer yeah, than yeah, I yeah. had anticipated. But it, it's a great game. Um, we've done a lot of good, you know, exposition. I think we've actually brought up some of the more negative points this time, so I'm feeling happy about that. I'm feeling good about talking about. Is there any anyone have some final thoughts that they want to to lay down here? Actually, let's 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 finish it this way. Super Metroid, your experience playing through again this time, or for Ben, will be the first time. Yeah. You got to sum it up in one sentence. And start with Ben. I feel that. This game is perfect. And I know that's a tall order, but, like, I don't think I've ever played a game that is, like, this level of challenging without being frustrating, this rewarding, this, it's like, cinematic game. without being too annoying. Like, I yeah. see why this game is Balance. a classic, and I love it. It is now one of my it's favorites. It's a good, like, you're going to teach this in Gaming 101. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, you teach this to your freshman. Yeah. That was, like... Six I, yeah. I'm bad at the one sentence thing. I can't yeah. All right, Kevin, do us one better. See if you can get it down one from sentence. six. I'm officially over the edge. <laughs> okay. John? The must-play game that is the rite of passage for any video gamer. Ooh. Hmm. I, so, I'm leaving I, it I wasn't that. a video gamer until... <laughs> yeah, you've just ago. become a man. <laughs> yeah. You've just erupted from your chorizo egg. This is the bar <laughs> this is the pretty much the bar mitzvah bit of video games. You have to you have to <laughs> you have Can to put that on a shirt, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, bar no, mitzvah Samus is video a girl, game. so it's more like a bat mitzvah, but yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Alright, let's uh let's take a break here and then we'll close out the show. All right, welcome to this edition of Fangamer News. Again, I am in here for Liz, who is out on, I don't know. School leave. What would you call this? School leave. I always, I always feel like anytime you say a girl's out of work, it's always on maternity leave. <laughs> but no, she's out because she's got midterms to study for. But with me maternity today please. to talk about things happening, Fangamer, we brought back Reed, CEO, the man, just had his birthday young. That's me. And, as you've already heard on the podcast, John, the man K. Howdy, howdy. The man K. So, the man K. So, what shall we talk about? I think we have a couple really interesting things coming up. Let's talk about some merchandise stuff that's uh, on the horizon for our listeners. Reed, you want to hit this first one up? Sure. Uh, so, first up, we have Paratroopa, which is a shirt that, actually, we, we showed, we previewed on Office Camp a while ago. And we've kind of been talking about it. it is going to be released as part of the Super Mario RPG Fan Fest. 
And finally, at long last, it is going to be one of a, one of the shirts that we're going to have available when we release it. No pre-orders. Mm. It's going to be there waiting for you. Uh, but in order to make sure we get the right amount, you guys are going to need to help us decide which ones to print and how many. So if you go to the Fangamer forum and you look for the Paratroopa topic, you will be able to vote for your favorite color. And uh, we've got three designs to choose from. We've got a blue, green, and red shirt. And the blue is the best, so if you don't vote for it, I'll find out and I'll come get you. The Weezer blue shirt. Thanks, no. John, for <clears throat> throwing that one in. No problem. Way. Actually, I'm, I'm currently wearing the shirt that uh, convinced me to get it. It is a size smaller than normal, so I'm hipstering uh, this shirt, but it is a... <laughs> I like that it's, it's smaller. It means it's hipster. <laughs> Wait, awesome. well, you, but you shaved your beard, so you're really kind of balancing it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a hipster sandwich because my hair is crazy, no beard, tight shirt. So. John, are you partial to one of the three colors? Uh, I am... It's really hard, but I'm going to probably say Serena doesn't like olive on me. Uh, she thinks the crimson is overdone with uh, our color schemes, but... Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought, too. I was like, I really like it, but I can't vote for it. We've got a lot of those. Yeah. And um, the, uh, so I'm going to stick with blue. She said that's the most interesting color, so I'm going to go with that. Sweet. You heard it here first. Sean's wife, fan of blue. Put on Facebook, and it'll be real. All right, what's next? Uh, next thing is the uh, Mother Fan Fest. It's actually wrapping up uh, tonight for you. Am I right? Yeah, we are going to be playing the final gameplay point of the Mother Fan Fest, which was almost entirely a community effort. They did a great job running with this thing. They're successful, too. That's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, it went great. So we just kind of turned it over to them, and Hockey Monkey and Technomaniac and Clem Hazard and a bunch of others. Who, a lot of people who yeah. were actually involved with the podcast. People, yeah, yeah. that they've probably seen before on Fan Fest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the community did a great job with it, so we're going to finish that up tonight. And it just so happens that uh, today is actually the day that uh, Tomato released the Mother 1 Plus 2 fan translation. Today being Friday for people listening to the right. podcast later. And in case you're not aware, uh, Tomato has been working ever since, actually even before the Mother 3 mm-hmm. fan translation was oh, done. Oh yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been over two years. Um, but he's been retranslating uh, Earthbound Zero, or Mother and he just posted his results, and it's got, uh, in addition to a full retranslation, which is actually designed to kind of make the game um, a little bit easier to understand for people who have played Earthbound, but uh, not actually played Earthbound Zero yet. Um, it also has, um, it fixes a couple bugs, and it's got some uh, de-censorshipification, which I think is probably the right <laughs> term. Uh, so it's, it's now got blood and cigarettes and cool stuff like that. So Yeah. Green blood. You put in a code right before the fight starts, MK, and then the, the symbol, and then you'll get green blood. For <laughs> the good stuff kids go for. Yeah. So it's it's. I know that you guys kind of demoed an intro version of it on the beginning of the fan fest, where there's the probably one of the most notable items, uh, the easy ring. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yes. Because uh, a lot of people who play the game, uh, uh, you know, like most Nintendo games, discover very difficult. Uh, barrier to entry pretty high. Yeah. So people coming back today, that is probably one of the things that this patch brings. Besides the great translation, that I think would be most appealing to our audience. Because if you haven't been able to get through the game before, that will probably help you get through. Because it makes it a lot more of a enjoyable experience to say the least. Yeah, I'm looking forward to actually sitting down and playing because I have not been able to keep up with Fan Fest. But uh, now that there's an easy ring patch and it's done, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. Make, yeah, make so. sure you get the right version of uh, EB Zero, unless you're going to be hit with a uh, you're doing bad things. <laughs> <10K> crit. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so let's see. So that was another 1-2 translation. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Minecraft, since uh, I don't know that we talked about it earlier on the show today, which is uh, rare for I, us. So Minecraft, what's going on in that I world? discovered my mod powers on the forum. Oh, no. And I found out the code for TNT. Oh, boy. Oh, that's trouble. Oh, this is not quite Fangamer news, but I guess most of us were affiliated with Fangamer. John was playing on my server, and I couldn't get him whitelisted for some reason, so I had to give him ops, and he discovered that last night. And um, I was it promptly made lots of dynamite for my brother-in-law to dis- um, experiment with. I, have you made it a blew up an entire yet? island to say the least? <laughs> Yeah, we've actually made a, uh, a chasm to the the bottom of the world. Uh, it's really fun. We can dig straight down to lava and then build your way back up with TNT. That's pretty good. And then, boy, yeah. that's <laughs> awesome. But I was thinking more in uh, things that our audience might be interested in. Maybe something having to do with the Minecraft documentary and those who were uh, who backed the Kickstarter for it. Yeah, uh, uh, hopefully by the time this uh, podcast is uh, released, or soon after, we are starting to wrap up. Um, actually, we're starting to, f- to finally... Uh, get things uh, going and wrapped up for the digital backer kit. Uh, we've worked on some designs that I think they, they can be put in multiple kinds of formats, even formats that one could adorn on oneself, but we have to we have to utilize it in the digital backer form. So, mm-hmm. so uh, for are we allowed to, to hint? Well, I mean, it's kind of coming out. Can we maybe hint at what some of the things um, are? Well, I, I think we, have, we there's definitely a list. Like, there's wallpapers, downloads, uh, paper crafts, uh, possible sound... Albums. Yeah, sound... Every, yeah. Um, so, it's going to be a pretty full full plate of stuff. Yeah, and, and the thing is, we're, we're definitely making sure we give people options with different kinds of uh, styles of expression of uh, Minecraft. Um but we, we have a like I, like we've done with reformat the planet. We, we're definitely gonna have a a good spread of uh, visuals to express your affinity for the Minecraft uh, documentary. Affinity, your hardcore addiction. <laughs> straight up, not yours, all of ours. I mean. Collective. All right, so that's coming out soon. Uh, what about a very hot item? Oh, super hot! Hot off the presses, so to speak, and going quickly. Uh, from what I can tell from uh, Shopify, uh, let's talk about uh, beverage containers. They're they're back. That's right. E- saying the name Emug reminds me of my friend in junior high who would come into the cafeteria every day. His name is EJ. And he would go EJ, and everybody like in the Norm. cafeteria would yell at him. It was it's kind of sad. EJ, huh? Like EGs? Yeah, like EGs. <laughs> Uh, yes, the Emug is back in stock. Uh, we got our first shipment of the new Emugs, and they are uh, improved with a better lip for uh, a little bit easier drinking, and the inside is all smooth and nice now. The original run, uh, they were actually, since they were handmade, the inside of the original Emugs was a little rough, but now that's been smoothed out, and the production process is a lot better now, so we should be able to keep up with demand, kind of. Like, well, uh, I mean, theoretically. <laughs> you say that now, and then people are like, oh, well, I was kind of hold off, but okay, now I'll get one. Yeah. Then, <laughs> you know, we'll be right back to where we were, but that's a good problem to have. Well, we, yeah, the, we released it, uh, when did we release it? The original? No, no, when, when did we release it this week, like the restocking? Was it Wednesday? Oh, or? it was uh, It was Thursday. Oh, no, it was Wednesday afternoon, yeah. 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 
And how many have we sold since then? Uh, we've sold like 250 now, I think. What? Yeah. Holy crap! It's wow. It's been pretty insane. <laughs> so if you want one, by the time you hear this, will there be any left for them to order? So that'll probably be Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. We're actually announcing on Sunday the restock. We um, we wanted to give the people who had signed up uh, for notification kind of a head start. So uh, this Sunday, this coming Sunday morning, we're going to announce the restock, like, and send out an email list and whatnot to the people who wanted to find out. So awesome. But if you're listening to this, you get a little bit of a head start, I think. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. Close enough. Yeah. Good enough. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for Fan Gamer News this yeah. week. So as we transition back into the normal podcast, Reed, we finished up Super Metroid Game Club this week. Would you like to geek out for 58 seconds about Super Metroid in any way? Because, you know, you didn't get a chance to really talk about That's it. That's true. I, uh, I, I actually didn't really play Super Metroid until John made me play, uh, what was that, like five years ago, John? I, I think I made you play Metal Gear Solid, in, but... Was did you play Super Metroid before or after that? Was this at a con? I, th- uh, I don't remember. I just remember you're like, dude, you haven't played Super Metroid. You're really legitimately mad at me. I was like, sorry. <laughs> He's like, you have to play. Well, as people will hear later on the podcast, that's for good reason. It is a classic. It is. Game. It is an awesome game. I finally got to sit down. I think I. I think you like loaned me your Game Boy version or something, John. I. Th- um, I think I had my SNES version there temporarily. Yeah. But anyway, I finally played it and. Uh, I was really surprised. Like, I, I kind of expected to be just like a shoot 'em up. Um, not a lot of brains to it, you know. But the level design and how well everything worked together. I mean, dang, that's a really awesome game. Yeah, definitely. So we've uh, we wrapped up the game this week. We have an upcoming game club probably in two weeks. Um, the poll for that, which we announced at the end of the show. Um, but people are going to hear it twice. So I'm going to tell them right now because we want to see what Reed, he would vote for. We're going to have it up in the forum soon. It's going to be uh, between Psychonauts, Secret of Mana, and Paper Mario, oh, which I believe man. is the N64 Paper Mario. You know what? Yes. I'm going to have to vote. Uh, I might surprise people here, but Psychonauts. I, uh, I'm actually, oh, I just started playing that. That's surprising. No, okay. You have? Yeah, I started playing it like two months ago. I only got... Uh, like through the first level, like the first like training thing. So that's where I'm stuck pretty, right now. It's pretty cool, though, is what I've been told. I don't know too much about. It. I just know it's really one of those games that people consider amazing. Yeah, it's uh, just from what I've experienced. Uh, I don't know how old it is, but it's it's pretty old. Is it okay? PS2, uh, PS2 original Xbox is the systems it came out. Of. Okay, yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's certainly aged well because it looks great and uh, it's man, the voice acting top notch. Times. All right. Well, everyone, vote for Psychonauts because that's what I want. I think play. Secret, <laughs> secret of uh, Psycho Mario sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I, I have bad luck. Whatever the ones I usually want, those is usually not what gets voted. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say. Everybody, that. Secret okay. of Mana, quick! All right. Well, let's wrap up here. Thanks, guys. Back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Yo, this is George Michael Brower. I'm Jonathan Michael Bacon. Yo, and we're George and Jonathan. Yeah, and then just insert the sound clip from Yeah. <laughs> John, I'm not really wearing a Luigi doing an objection shirt. He's not okay, wearing right. a shirt at it's all. Right. It's alright.
but okay, let's close this out. Show ending now. It was a good show. It was a long show. All right, we're, we're Game Club. Yeah. No, no, we're done. We're gonna, oh, we no, have to finish yeah. the show, <laughs> yeah. John. Right. John's the ready, ending, to, John. ready to be out. Let's finish the show. Okay. Ready? Yeah, so, so what are the things that we need to say here? We need to say thank you for listening, first of all. Thank our co-host here for joining us. Kevin, always a pleasure. John, always. we love your exposition here at the yeah, end. Sorry. It's, it's going to be fun <laughs> as a bonus content, I you think. Should, you should bum um, rush your opinions more often, man. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I I've been thinking about that. I'm I'm pretty private for private a little while. Man. I think <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah. Um, but let's see. What should we throw out there? We did Twitter's last time. You people know Fan Gamer. You can find us. You can be our friends. You can be our Twitter friend. Uh, there's no contests unless we want to make one up right now, which I'd like to give it a little more time. If people are interested in us doing a speed run contest of yeah, some sort with Super up. Metroid. Go post about it in the uh, the forum thread that's still out there, and we'll we'll determine if we get enough people who think they're interested. We'll uh, we'll figure something out maybe. But I, it's one of those. We just had a contest. I wouldn't mind giving it a little yeah, bit to die yeah. down before we bring something back. Um, as I look here, there are no new iTunes reviews. So if you want to leave us one, we love it. We appreciate it, good or bad. We do not have any new email. Although I did send off the prize for hot beverages. My my half of the prize just today. Yeah. So hopefully by the time she hears this, it might be there. I don't know how fast mail or anything like that is. So <laughs> Mine maybe won't not. be there yet, but it'll be there. <laughs> yeah, hopefully soon. It will. Right. Um, next week's show, I believe, is going to be our first Fangamer video game news show. Man, we're going to be like all those the... other podcasts now. We are, but we're going to be real <laughs> selective, and we're going to look at the all the news that happened in the month of April. All, we're going for anything that happened in April yeah. and seeing what stuff we can actually speak to with some authority. It might be fun. It might not. We'll see. Did you guys know that? We've got to try it at least once. Yeah. I, I heard someone made a shirt. Yeah, I got to make a shirt about it. That. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's uh, this should be fun. And then next game club will be coming up somewhat soon. I'll have the poll up probably this week so that we can get the voting out of the way. And then um, I think right now what it's looking like should I should I release what we'll we're thinking about? Yeah, I wait yeah. For the poll? Let it go. I'm gonna do it because I'm excited. Okay, so I'm not gonna no Okami, even though we thought about it. It's gonna be too long for a middle of the road sort of show. So we're gonna save that for a longer show, yeah. a longer like a six week. Yeah, we're not, not so gonna we're gonna do like it. a four week. Yeah, like a four week one. We'll have two shows, one two weeks in and one at the end. We're looking at Seeker Amana, Psychonauts. Very acclaimed game and Paper Mario. You, you know what? Right? You know what's hilarious is that Pax uh, Pax East in Boston. I kept running into Tim Schafer, and I I knew what he's made. Well, no, I've known what he's made, but I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, Psychonauts. I was like, I know he made Psychonauts, but I can't tell him I enjoyed it because I haven't played it. But I want to play it, but I haven't played it. But I know I'm time to play it. <laughs> and I was like, I know you made a really good game, but I haven't played it. Yeah. But. I well, just want you to know that. My problem is, if I ran into him, I'm not sure what I'd say, because I'd be like, I really enjoyed Psychonauts. He'd be like, oh yeah, you bought it? And I'd be like, yeah, I bought it during that $2 Steam sale. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I'm... Where did you buy it? I would love to play any of those games, but I am leaning towards Psychonauts, because I know I that it's just another one of those. I just know that it's one of those games that a lot of people say they haven't played, but it's also one of those games where... There's just really deep, classic gaming one-on-one sort of stuff. So, But you're free to vote for any of those once the poll is up. Anyway, so signing off 
for another week, Fangamer Podcast, ending podcast number 70, Garrett Rosa. Good night, everyone. Hey, everybody. See you next time. See you next mission. I gotta say this though, is that their designs have improved since um, their new. They have gotten their better. new designer came in. What's her name again? I I, I feel bad for not. Well, they have two her. new Erica? designers. They have her. Erica, yeah. yeah, they have her, and then they have her husband as well, right. or not husband yet, but soon. But since Erica's come on, um, I'm glad she challenged Kiko uh, to, say, to honestly express her opinion about the shirts. And you can include this in the podcast. I, I don't care. But um, uh, Kiko's t- shirts were good for this. I'm sure they uh, listen. Yeah. Uh, Kiko's shirts were good for <laughs> when they came out, but they, they've aged terribly because um, it just became part of that stereotype, which you can consider is it, is it honorable to be part of that stereotype or is it... Or to have started yeah. it. <laughs> so, um, cause actually, I remember one of my first shirts that I... One of the first shirt uh, books that I ever owned actually had some of their stuff from... I think it, was, it used to be called Game Skins back in the day before they merged. Was that him? Because yeah. I had some of those yeah. shirts. Uh, g- g- That's game, right. Yeah, game, he did run Game Skins. Yeah, Game, game Skins. skins okay. And actually, I was watching an old Mega64 video where they were literally right across the aisle from them. And I can see Kiko in his old... Uh, was his it? So it was him. And they bought him, right? Yeah, they merged, they merged with him. And um, oh. that's why you see a lot I... of his old shirt stuff on there. Yeah, because I had I bought the uh, they had the GTA Stars shirt. Mm, yeah. I had that one for my brother, yeah. and then the uh, like the Hadouken, the controls, and like they had and the yeah, code and everything. Right, and, and so like the the new shirts, like the redone code one. I understand what it's parroting. It's it's nice. It's nicer than the previous one. Um, and the one that says "Keep calm and respond." That's that's a really nice shirt. But the thing is, is that I I would actually buy that shirt if I didn't know that it was printed on a thick gildan like shirt with a just chunky ink yeah. lay on there it's one of those things where i like when they show the shirt online it, it looks like a soft shirt bless you um it's uh, look it looks like a soft shirt it looks really nice but i know for a fact they printed it on a thick chunky yeah. cheap cloth with really crappy ink i'm like you know what i, I really would just want to go up to erica and i mean probably accuse the guy to talk to and maybe i can give him a st- one of his uh admirer cards or something like that uh, to get his attention <laughs> but i just want to tell him it's like listen you have good designs you are technically a competitor but i'm telling you this because i think you have potential in, in improving gamer culture i mean that's what fan gamers about they have more spread yeah. right they can they have more influence stop using yeah. it for evil and do some and good what, do you see the rex ready one uh I know what it's about. I, I haven't seen the new Rex Ready shirt. It's like a parody like James on Bond um, and T-Rex. James yeah. Bond. and It's actually a little more nicer of their design. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but no, We'll link it for you, buddy. I would actually get the Keep Calm and Respond shirt as a, as a t-shirt designer. I w- if it was on a nicer... I, I would get that if it was on 
a nicer cloth. I mean, if they if they hear this, it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, wow. please put it on a nicer shirt. I wasn't expecting this exposition, yeah. but this is real talk yeah, right like, here with yeah. John K. Like, can I put some of this in? Yeah, actually, uh, if, if you want to talk about, um, if you want to have a segment on the podcast about uh, the where we rip our competitors, no, it's, it's, it's yeah. about yeah. competitors. It's it's about talking about the art scene and talking about like improving gaming as an art and culture. Improving gaming culture, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I, I think I think it's something where. As fan gamers, see, there's a lot of competitors out there, and they base shirts off of memes or jokes and stuff like that. And some of the shirts can be good. Some of them shirts. Gosh, are like, how many three like, Wolf Moon shirts have we oh seen in the last like week, John? Uh, how many? We saw three Turret Moon. We saw oh, um, the oh, Creepers. The the okay, I got to be honest with you. The three Creeper Moon shirt, I think, is a decently designed shirt. But the thing is, it, it plays off of a certain kind of meme culture. Sorry, meme culture that is. It's been overdone. It's not a bad shirt, but I, I just feel that, yeah. you know what, let's, it's good. It's a good idea, but let's move on from that to, 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 to do There's something other else. meats besides yeah. chicken in the world. It, try some pork. <laughs> exactly. Or try some try some uh, roasted duck on rye with a nice uh, some tomato. Wild um, <laughs> I wonder if we couldn't yeah. kill the thing. You know how, like, sometimes people get really into, you know, mm-hmm. making a really good steak? And then somebody will come in and kill it by doing just like a bacon steak or something. Yeah, yeah. soy yeah. steak. So yeah, we need we can end the three wolf moon thing. I know how. We make a three three wolf moon shirt shirt. <laughs> a yeah. derivative a shirt one with a moon, meta, meta. and then a shirt, yeah. and then a shirt, and then a shirt. That would kill. Them. Yeah. Oh. The, the recurs- and each of those shirts would have three shirts. Yeah. And each of those shirts would have three shirts. That would kill. Them. You know what's funny is uh, we don't even need to sell. We sell one. To one fat guy in Arkansas, and then it's done. Yeah, no, no. What we do is we sell it to parents, and we we, we do the whole South. Park oh, thing. there you go. We sell that it to parents. It'll, That's it'll right. You sell it to an authority yeah. figure, and then the kids think it's uncool. That's right. right. I think there's one of the artists. Uh, and on top of that, we'll tell kids to start smoking. That'll yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the artists uh, that we know is uh, her name's uh, Carrie Fry, and she's been a longtime fan of her fan. She's actually a Corgi fan, and she's done some Corgi illustrations. Oh, we get a three Corgi. I, I, I really think that as a joke. <laughs> For this year, we should do a three Corgi Moon. Because uh, I know Destructoid would love it, because uh, Dale North on there is a, a huge fan of uh, Corgis. I mean, who's not a fan of Corgis? Doesn't have to be unless a you're a cat fan. Something else. Yeah. Uh, but um, nothing wrong with cats. <laughs> nothing wrong with cats. Nothing wrong with cats. Corgis are awesome. But um, yeah, it's one of those things where, when it comes to t-shirt designs and that kind of stuff, is that you know, fan gamers is is a kind of a culture that. We, I mean, we are a business, like any business, and it, it, like I'm not going to compare this directly uh, too much, but like Nintendo's a business, they're a video game business, but the the games they make are of a certain quality where they are they they sell, they're solid, they last the test of time, and they uh, expand to different kinds of um, uh, demographics. The thing is, is that um, we try to take a similar kind of philosophy where we make sure it's that improve games or improve the games they're about or improve uh, the game culture and that kind of expression. And I see a lot of places that uh, kind of hit certain demographics and certain people and how, I guess, certain people have certain kind of um, maturity levels of what kind of shirts they want to wear and uh, or what kind of phases they go through in shirts. Because I used to be the one where I had like Mario plus Mushroom equals Bigger Mario. We've all gone through that phase in, in shirts. And some people like to express themselves through humor but um, one of the biggest things is people come up to us and say, thank you for making shirts for us. As a 30-year-old, I can wear and not feel um, 
ashamed to to show my nerd pride. You know, yeah. it just kind of makes sense just for me. And so uh, the creepy polo, right? Exactly. And actually, more polos on the way. So it's one of those things um, where we're not we make sure that what we're doing is not you know we're getting money, money, money. We're cashing in on the newest hottest thing. We're improving the situation and creating products that we have the ability to create that is just really unique, but builds upon the games that they're they're inspired by. So that's we're making Will Wheaton happy. Yeah, we're making him happy. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of that's one of the things. Like when I talk with artists, I always try to go to, go and uh, see how they can improve that medium. So yeah, it's one of those yeah. things where. With going back, uh, taking a loop as Penny Arcade is now finally uh, with Erica has brought some designs that are improving the medium by bringing some um, better uh, designs to the table, some better offerings to the table. It's just you know the other uh, spectrum is you know the fashion apparel side of it. You need, you need to improve that aspect, and I think Penny Arcade will be a, a solid competitor in the sense of a happy, satisfying product. So. Hmm. John Design School 101, Man, the segment I, was born. I'm really putting that in the cast. That was good. I mean, yeah. I can cut it down. Jonathan K. Yeah, a little I bit. Mean, legitimacy back to the video game apparel. <laughs> well, go. I mean, oh. honestly, it's... Because that's the key, isn't it? Legitimacy is what we want. Well, one of the... I mean, I can keep going. You want me to keep going? Because I can keep going. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I got, I'm half a No, I think we're good because i got to get out of here in like nine minutes to start up the Minecraft <laughs> well, Okay, so. I'll, 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 I, I do want to leave on this one, though is that okay. if as a designer and as a company um, out there, if you want to design something and you do something that improves gamer culture in the sense of um, getting it beyond jokes and kind of infusing art in there, we support that. I mean, there are people who are direct competitors to us, like a track mode, meat bun, and... Um, uh, there are bros. Yeah, there are bros. We, we talk to them and we, we they understand that we're... Uh, we're in that, a certain kind of mission competition, yeah. but it's the what's in the what's the movie the one with the math and he goes crazy and he discovers the theory of competition, but where your competition were John Nash, yeah, uh, yeah. Was, you know the theory, right? Yeah, that, the competitive. So the one thing, a beautiful mind. Oh, beautiful mind. I think isn't that, isn't that what it's called? He has that that mathematical mind. theory of how you can be in competition, but if you all do what's best for the market, you can all mm-hmm. coexist. If we happily. had an actual. Um, financial marketing mathematician in here, they would probably tell us that that's not entirely completely, you know. Like they uh, it makes this movie. segment sound nice. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna... yeah it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we can't all get the girl with the red dress. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to, ra- to wrap it up, it, it, it's... it's um, Improving the medium, it's respecting the games that it's from. Like, if you rip graphics and rip things that are directly from the game and you're not licensed, it it harms the um, industry as being entrepreneurial game um, merchandise designers, um, where it, it, it puts a bad light on the industry. And it, it doesn't really benefit us if we try to uh, use that as getting attention. Uh, like, currently, we're... Um, we're expanding in ways where we're talking with companies, and they look at us look at us as we've kept a certain kind of ground and a certain kind of ethic that we have not crossed. We've made sure that we've maintained. And as companies like that who want to get out and do that, 
it's it's very vital to do that because what happens is if one person starts breaking those rules, they have to crack down across the entire uh, the entire spectrum, and it's uh, bad for a number of us. So that's one of the things that you know make it stuff, make it solid, make it last, make it on good apparel, and make it as legally okay as possible. Because if you do that, you have my you have 100% of my respect and my support. I don't care if you're a competitor. I fully support you. You guys, I have something to reveal. The reason why I haven't had my camera on this whole time is because I'm wearing a Luigi doing an objection shirt. <laughs>